This is Jack Dempsey. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is your new episode of Virtual Dopeness Podcast. My name is PJ Alex, your friendly neighborhood podcast host. And as we do every week, or at least try to do every week, right. is bring you the greatest in music, media, and technology. And today I'm joined by two guests, two friends from a long time. They're now, I'm happy to welcome into the Virtual Dopeness family. There are two Twitch streamers. Which I'm happy to say, along with everything else that they do in their lives, because it's not just that. It ain't. But, it ain't. <laughs> but it is something that they uh, love to do, and I'd love to talk to them about it. So, uh, you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Sure, I'm going to go first, because I'm going to take it. the initiative. Have um, it. So, I'm Mike. Uh, on Twitch, you can find me as Black Black Black, just simply BLK three times in a row. Um, other social medias I'll plug near the end, probably. And um, I'm Justin uh, on Twitch. I think the name, our name, is now under <laughs> what my name, what the name is. Uh, on Twitch, we're located as Two Hit Points, which we'll talk about later. I thought we were gonna do it in unison, like together, like nope. Two Hit Points. Nope, not doing it. Two Hit, do it with me. <laughs> two Hit Coin. Two, two hit. hit. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, got, I got a two in there. I'll there just splice it together later on. That works. So. Um, so, in this episode, we want to talk about a couple things. One, we are a music, media, and technology podcast. So, we're going to touch a quick hit on music, okay. um, talk about some things that are coming up, and talk about more what you guys like to do. I do a fun thing with guests that makes them super uncomfortable, yes. is I have rapid-fire questions that I'll ask you guys about your uh, musical tastes and um, see what you guys really enjoy. Yeah. Um, so get to thinking. I'll, I'll, pre, I'll preface it this way: get to thinking about your favorite artists and albums of all time, of the moment, and things like that. Oh, done, <laughs> done. So we want to uh, start off this new year because this is the first episode of the new year. We're just talking about basically what's been coming out. There's been some new entrants. There's been uh, mm-hmm. floating around there. Uh, Wiz has put out some stuff. Like I said, it's primarily hip hop for me podcast. That's, that's primarily what I listen to, but I'm open to everything. So, um, cool. We had some things that kind of made a splash recently. The 21 Savage album, which is album, really good, really is. It's really good. Um, <laughs> I, we talked to death about on the last episode I had um, with comedian Lonnie. Um, we talked to death about the uh, Meek Mill album, mm-hmm. which I still like. After sitting with it for a while, there are some tracks on there that I think are some of his best work. I'm glad that he's able to come back. I think everybody is. He's made, like, such a positive contribution since coming back. Yeah, he has. Um, And then I actually saw there was a Breakfast Club interview with one of the owners of the Sixers that is close friends with Meek. Um, Hmm. Let me pull his name real quick because I had several conversations. And everybody knows I'm a Philly fan. I am a a Philly fan. I'm a Sixers fan. I am a all Philadelphia sports teams fan with the exception of the Atlanta United because it is the only team that was created while I have been in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Um, So so just seeing that and seeing his interview and hearing how – because I've always wondered, one of the main things I've always wondered is how the hell is Robert Kraft – friends with both Donald Trump and Meek Mill. 
and it makes sense listening to this interview. His yeah. name is Michael Rubin. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Michael Rubin is the reason that they got introduced. And okay. Michael Rubin, part owner of the Sixers, um, really a self, actual self-made billionaire. Because listening to his story, I, I encourage. It's an hour-long interview. I encourage everybody to listen to. It. It's crazy. Right. Breakfast Club. Um, yeah. Breakfast Club interview. Okay. And he, it was it was All Star Weekend, and Michael Rubin and his daughter were sitting next to Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill. Mm. Michael Rubin's daughter is a big fan of Nicki Minaj. Right. The two of them, she like fanned out, and then Meek started talking to him. And talking to to uh, Michael Rubin, and basically was like they just became cool. And then because Meek couldn't leave because of probation, right. couldn't leave the city of Philadelphia. Right, he was coming to the Sixer games even when we were tanking to hell. Yeah, coming to the Sixer games worked out. Go and ahead. they so they started running to into each other more often. Then he invited him up to the box, and they actually became friends. That's why and Meek helped him see what was wrong because he was like, hey, the, the first time, it, and he says this in an interview, the first time that he noticed that something was odd, he was like, hey, me and the guys are going to the Borgata, which is in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Michael, I can't go. He was like, what do you mean? It's across the bridge. This, you, you, <laughs> yeah, you're no, more than welcome to come. Like, <laughs> you can come with us. And he's like, no, literally, I can't. <laughs> no, he can't. Philadelphia. <laughs> no, he can't. <laughs> he was like, you, you need permission, like, from your mom to go? He was like, not from my mom. A little, little bit higher, bro. A little bit higher. <laughs> and, and so when everything went down, it was really Michael Rubin and Jay-Z and just the billionaire coalition saying, this is stupid. Why can't he... That's some amazing allies. It, <laughs> Jesus. Those are the ones to have. And that's yeah. why. Wow. And it, 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 he goes through that whole story and how they become friends. And apparently Michael Rubin and Robert Kraft are good friends. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why they were able to. That's where that connection comes in. It's weird as hell to me. But yeah, that's, that's where it comes in. <laughs> that's strange. That's but it, it's just such an interesting interview. And what Meek is doing activist-wise now just makes me happy. Like, yes, it, it he, does. He has, yeah. You can look at him and tell one, he he now feels like he has a purpose. Yeah. And two, he he sounds so much like grown up. Cool. Like everything Meek is doing, he sounds like he grew like that last jail. State. Yeah, the pre jail and post jail Meek are two totally different people. And you and it's tell, a great thing. Like, I just want to. He's like, I want to take care of my family. Right. And let's help some right. people in this stupid system anyway. So Meek coming out. I'm st- and sitting with this album, I'm I'm still loving it. Yeah, no, he deserves <laughs> the success he's getting right now. All right. So the cool thing that I embrace about my, what I would call my friends group and my experiences, because we all met at Morehouse, right? Um, is that Morehouse and 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 what I've learned is that black people are not a monolith. Indeed. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. That's why I bring this up to say, yes, we concentrate on hip-hop, but we also have somebody here who is a fan of other types of music. It's like the one time this actually comes in handy. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> looking at me like, what are you doing here? So, so A lot of fun car enjoy? rides with this guy. A lot of fun car rides. So what was the question there? What, do you enjoy, what type of music, do you, music and music genre do you enjoy? All right, so in full disclaimer, I actually am still indeed a fan of rap, but I think that you guys could probably cover rap better than I could because I have a tendency nowadays to listen to a lot of metal. Um, specifically, I started out actually listening to punk, and then once um, popular rock kind of died off, 
everything sort of sectioned off into these different varieties of metal. So I started listening to metalcore, a little bit of the screamo and emo stuff. Um, and now a lot of stuff they're doing is more so indie alternative with some progressive kind of hints to it. Okay. Um, so a lot of the groups that I came in and started listening to was like Fall of Troy, Dance Gavin Dance, Silverstein, uh, Parkway Drive. You, you guys are probably like, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the one I like. <laughs> um, oh, I got a shout out for Justin, Sleeping with Sirens. Yeah, I, love them, I listen to them as well. <laughs> Um, and nowadays, I try to get more into stuff that's a little more cleanly divisible between each other. So I'll listen to the counterparts because they're a Canadian band um, and they're more traditional punk metal. Not too progressive, but they have prog- progressive hits. Excuse me. Um, and then, you know, Dance Gavin Dance is more so slowing down to like the alternative kinds of stuff. So um, I could go on and on with different bands, but I'll like section it into <laughs> those people. But yeah, I'm in that weird kind of metal with. A catchy chorus kind of stuff. You know? Okay, so what what was what originally brought you in? Like, what sparked your interest and brought you into listening to metal? Because mm-hmm. I I think we've all touched, like, when when I think there was like a pop metal renaissance. Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit, Corn, yep, Lincoln and, Park, yep, yeah. and and Evanescence, the rest of Chester. But I've said that a number of times, and then somewhere in this world, hopefully it never makes it to the internet, there is a very drunken night of me on stage in New Orleans performing um, in the end with, uh, with... with my other coworker. That sounds like a okay. beautiful video. Hey, I mean, wait, wait. I mean, we're recording this, so you sure you want to put that? <laughs> no, it's not. Fine, PJ's video. <laughs> in yeah. the end, drunk. Yeah. Right. But uh, it's it's on a couple of people's phones. Hopefully, okay. it doesn't ever surface too much. It will at some point. I'll put it out. Oh yeah, as you get bigger and bigger, watch. Oh, yeah. So oh, it's yeah. gonna be like and drop now. Yeah. 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 But it, it and it, but that's. That's what I knew of it, and I never yeah. kind of pursued after that because yeah. I mean I was a huge Lincoln Park fan, even into the stuff mm-hmm. that their like hardcore fans didn't like. I still right. like because of their creativity. Cool. Was that the Jay Z album one, yeah, yeah, the the, the mix ups well, and stuff, the mashups. Well, yeah. that that was still people would, were, yeah really like that, but I'm talking about toward the like end of Chester's life, unfortunately, where they okay. were doing it was kind of like this weird rock. EDM pop mashup. Yeah. And people were kind of like had turned their back and I it's unfortunate. I yeah. still really like the stuff. Yeah, yeah. But because I appreciate the artistry and like I followed Mike Shinoda down the whole Fort Minor path. Cool. Which he teases every like six years that he's gonna do another. Yeah. He just came out a Fort Minor song like twenty fourteen or something. Oh okay. and I was like, oh and then hasn't touched <laughs> it since. Okay. But what so from that mm-hmm. that is that the same like intro that you type that you had um so first off i do want to say there's a group called i see stars um i want you to check them out because there is a section of metal where they do like an edm dance kind of stuff mm-hmm. um uh, attack attack also not the classic attack attack but there's another attack attack where they have the exclamation mark i think at the end they're the newer ones they also do that scene as well so i want you to hopefully write those we'll talk yeah. maybe after this so you can check those out cool. they're really cool also um, just plug pierce the veil Pierce the Veil, they're more, they're very progressive, but they're more like traditional screamy kind of metalcore. Um, but yeah, Pierce the Veil, they're cool too, you know. A little more high pitched. <laughs> right now, I'm thinking of, um, yeah, is that Pierce the Veil? No, I'm thinking of someone else, never mind. Yeah, Pierce the Veil is Vic, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm, getting, I'm getting off topic here. 
<laughs> so my personal story with uh, rock music was actually, I'll say it started very early. So originally my mother actually, there's two things my mother didn't, didn't allow in our household. Um, she didn't like us listening to like a lot of rap music because mm-hmm. it was, you know, cursing and all that stuff. Um, she also didn't allow me to watch professional wrestling. So naturally, like any kid... That didn't turn out well. <laughs> the front did it. At all. <laughs> naturally, like any kid, those are the two things I like immediately was like, oh my God, I have to get more on, you know, Buster Rhymes and Wu-Tang yeah. Clan, even the Roots and stuff like that. My mom also, uh, she plays the bass guitar and she was always involved in the studio recording bass lines and vocal tracks and things of the sort. So I grew up in the studio, really. Mm-hmm. So even though technically like I couldn't listen to rap, so I listened to a lot of like Stone Temple Pilots, Nirvana, those mm-hmm. kinds of groups. Now, fast forward later into the future, I did become a professional wrestler, now happily retired. I actually just wrapped a show last night, so my voice is a little blown. I apologize. That's um, all good. That's very awesome, actually. Oh, no. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> ah, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, maybe we'll get to some more about that later. Maybe not. I don't want to hog all the shine here. <laughs> to use a pro wrestling term, I'm sorry. Just show. <laughs> no, it isn't. No, it isn't. Okay. But, um, and when I got involved in the pro wrestling world, um, I was trained by Total Protector Mr. Hughes. And um, he's really big on White Snake, Journey. Mm-hmm. Um, not too big on Metallica. I'm moving out. I'm leaving out one of the groups he really likes. Um, so I got to listen to a lot of that classic '80s metal. And a lot of the guys that are now at the age of being promoters in wrestling, it's all Metallica, you know, White Snake, that kinds of stuff. So from there, when I was like, okay, well, you have to kiss. You know, they're big on that because the theatrics and things of the sort. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like, okay, well, to get into this business, to understand this business, you have to understand, like, 80s hair metal. You mm-hmm. know, wearing the tights and the makeup and, you know, winger. I like winger, too. Um, they get a bad rap because of Beavis and Butthead. And that one kid who used to wear the t-shirt was kind of a punk on the show. But mm-hmm. Ringer's a pretty cool band. Great bass. <laughs> Jesus, you remember that. Singer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, love, I, love, I still watch. There's like a, if you guys, for all you guys listening to this, if you go on YouTube, there's like a wow. New Year's. MTV show where they do uh, 17 which is like their winger's big popular hit mm-hmm. and the guy's like playing and it's a syncopated bass part and he's like playing and looking he hits every camera angle and I'm like how did they and they do like this pause before like the, it's, it's, it's a cool video it's worth a look if you're into classic metal for some reason classic excuse me rock for some reason but anyway, to get back to the original question here, I'm a big rambler. You'll notice this. It's yeah, fine. Um, it's a podcast. You want to talk, talk. <laughs> this is the time. All right, great. Um, but along the way, I started to, I think my brother had bought one of the NHL games. We were actually talking about hockey earlier, too. But um, And The Fall of Troy was actually on that soundtrack. And I was like... This is a weird song. And then sometimes watching the X Games songs, you'll hear they might skate to like music. Mm-hmm. It was more mm-hmm. aggressive punk, kind of screaming, shredding mm-hmm. kind of metal. And I was always like, that's interesting. And then on the, I was really big in the Guitar, guitar Hero days. I was a huge Guitar Those Hero. Those are awesome. Those you know. awesome days. Yeah. I actually had my guitar stolen. And you always played bass. I did play bass. You had your guitar stolen? Yeah. I, my, my, I got robbed. My front door got kicked in. Oh. They stole. I knew it was. I, I kind of knew who it was. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it was my neighbors who were getting evicted right next to me. Mm-hmm. But um, shout out to Cab County cops that never looked into that tip. Uh, a bunch of assholes. They, so they don't. They don't like to get involved in stuff. Okay. <laughs> I, I told them I was like, "Hey guys, my neighbor who's now gone 
was moving out the mm-hmm. same time I left for work, mm-hmm. and then my door got kicked in. Mm-hmm. You may want to track them down <laughs> and pick my shit up, but uh. nevertheless, they stole a TV, computer, wow. um, my Xbox, forgot all the power cables. Of course. The guitar for Guitar Hero. <laughs> of course. They, and then this is how I knew it was some motherfuckers. Oh. And it was because they stole... Okay, I had a bottle of vodka just sitting on... I had like a little bar set up. Okay. And in this entertainment center that I had inherited, and I just made it into a bar. Mm-hmm. Sure. And there was an empty bottle of Ciroc back there and a half bottle of Absolute. Mm-hmm. They took the empty Ciroc, didn't they? They, they threw the MC, empty Ciroc on the ground after I guess they realized it was empty. <laughs> took the absolute, then went in my refrigerator and stole the cranberry juice to go with it. Nice. Oh. Microphone clap. Stole my Jordan flip flops. I was hot. Like, that was just petty. I was like, that's, fuck you guys. Well, that's, that's terrorism. I'm pretty, sure, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure they're black. Yeah. <laughs> that's you, what I was going to say. Why do you do this? How can you implicate Left. our prince and princesses? Passport was sitting on... I got to renew my passport. Good good, good thought. Anyway, passport okay. was sitting on top of the fireplace. Yeah. And left it. Of course. Could have stole my whole identity. Yeah. Left it up. No, hmm. see, that's a different... No, they, they, don't want, they don't want identity. No, they don't want... They want your cookies and your drugs and your stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> Different I didn't even check to see if there's any food that they, they want your flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was mad because they took the comforter off my bed to wrap the TV in. Nice. That's, that's I was so Wait, mad. they wrapped it? I got I gotta appreciate the ingenuity. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I was like, I had that comforter since freshman year, you bastards. Like uh, I'm so pissed. But anyway. Hey guys, let's rob these guys, let's rob this guy I, carefully. I digress. <laughs> I completely digress. But I, you you gave me the lead. You're like, it got stolen. I was like, I have to know this story. <laughs> I have to know this. I, I digress. It was so, worth so for the uh, for it was you got into Guitar Hero, sure, which was the next logical progression, which Indeed. exposed a lot of people to some music they weren't that's, they weren't that's very true used to hearing. Correct, that's and very in a true. Very fun way, yeah. And so there were definite songs on there that if you, I mean, you would know some of them, especially when they started getting into like the more popular like Red Hot Chili Peppers songs, yeah. mm-hmm. like that you knew those and the Foo Fighters, yeah. but. Some songs in there, they really exposed people to new music, which right. was really dope. Yeah, I never heard of Dragon Force. Kill Guitar Hero. Uh, you're better off not knowing about the ever-existing <laughs> things. So, <laughs> my apologies to anyone Dragon Force related, but yeah, ugh. I'm, I'm so I'm telling you, so that is a very cool way to get introduced, and that's why I appreciate both of you having the different mm-hmm. musical yeah. like. Inlets and outlets, and I, was like, I listen to literally everything, mm-hmm. with the exception of country. And after I spent about a year in Nashville okay. for work, I've kind of even listened to some of it. I and can't. every once okay. in a while, I'll, I'll if I, I won't immediately, I don't have like a disgusted reaction to turn it off. Right. But I'll let it rock for a little while. Mm-hmm. And if it's playing or somebody else is playing it, all right, cool. Yeah. Um, Sounds good. Cool, cool. So let me let me get into these rapid fire questions. Sure, um, and then we'll probably like have to do some creative editing here because to give you guys a little bit of time to think. No, oh, that's, that's fine. I like putting you on the spot. It's fine. Let's do it. These are uh, rapid fire questions. The audience will know these if they've heard other episodes when I've brought on guests. Cool. Um, first one: Who is your favorite artist of all time? Justin, you can answer first. Weekend. Weekend. Really? Really? That was such a quick. Answer I really like his progression. I really like the guy. That's awesome. Like a and lot. 
I'll tell you one of my favorite things that he has ever done is his uh, Dirty Diana cover. It was very good. It's fantastic. It was very good. He does make really good music. Uh, so, Mike? favorite artist? All time. Of all time. It's hard because I have to compartmentalize everything. <laughs> but I'm going to have to go with the people who I mentioned earlier who brought me into the metal scene, which is the Fall of Troy. Okay. Got to go with Fall of Troy. All right. So, favorite artist of the moment. Who is what you're interested in right now? Hmm. Got to answer first. I know it's rapid fire. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. That's why these are fun. I know. Really <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm going to do you a solid because I'm your friend, apparently. Uh, my <laughs> favorite artists of the moment are the co- counterparts. Um, I went to a concert, and it was like Slaves was the co-headliner. Uh, Johnny Craig's, well, he's now out of the group because he's a bit of a drug addicted dickhead but he's going to rehab shout out to johnny craig don't go to rehab but um that's good went to a concert there slaves was there everyone was there for slaves Co- uh, counterparts were the headliner everyone left nice wide mosh pit and i was on the edge just you know pushing people back in pure chaos man. pure <laughs> chaos you get to a part in the song everyone knows everyone hops on stage and yells it in the microphone you know they just have such a great energy and mm-hmm. they keep things very very basic even though they have a little bit of those progressive offbeat hints, but um, okay, you know, and and, and, and lyrically, I'm not a fan of metal lyrics per se, but um, it's cool to hear people be a little honest about. They allow themselves to be vulnerable, but in a funny way, it's like very aggressive. So you're just like, yeah, you know, I'll go with it. I'm not a fan of it, you know, or anything, but I think it's cool that people can express themselves honestly like that. Okay. Of the moment, um, I had to look at my phone. I was like, shit, why don't I forget this guy's name? It's terrible. Be one of my favorite artists, um. R&B, favorite, R&B right now at the moment is a guy named Gallant, G-A-L-L-A-N-T. Mm-hmm. Really feeling the dude. Um, and also, but the Dream had a really good triple album that just dropped. That kind of put him back on the radar. Really? Yeah. Dream? I saw it yes. come across, <laughs> yes. but when you say things like triple album, I think of I don't have it's, that many hours. It's literally <laughs> like 40-something songs. Jesus. <laughs> see, that was, see, this is the thing. That happened with Chris Brown's album, and yeah, because uh, he did that too. Uh, what's the the two little dudes? Um, oh, um, Ray Schremer. Ray yeah. Schremer. Ray Schremer did that. They did that, and I'm like, I'm gonna wait for all y'all to tell me which songs to listen to. That's fair. <laughs> that's this that's is totally way fair. Too, way too much. There, theirs was interesting because, like, one album was it was two solos and one unified album, like the Love yeah. Below joint. Yeah, yeah, kind of like, like they would have put a, a third onto that, which is just a whole Outcast album, yeah, right? Okay. They they right. did that kind of thing. It would have dream just somehow said, "Here, I got forty something songs. Here you go." So, uh, what is your favorite album of all time? All right. Ooh, tied between Thursday and Beauty Behind the Madness. Hold on. So Thursday, the New Jersey. Not the, at all. Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday is a huge New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey, for those of you that don't know this. Um, Thursday is a huge emo group in New, in New Jersey. Yep. It's between, it's tied between those two. Probably Beauty Behind the Madness. Okay. Disappointment Island by TTNG. Uh, TTNG is actually a math rock band from, I think, Brighton, from England. Okay. Very cool. Um, for me, I, and I just, oh, no, 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 no. I've already answered that. What is your favorite song of the moment? What is your go-to I want to hear something dope. I'm just looking. So for those of you who are not watching the video here, I'm just looking at Justin to see if he answers. And I just no, see I, him turn I totally, over no, I, 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 I totally could. I know. Like, I, 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 play, fire, I played this song 10 times yesterday, which is wacky. I think the guy's name is Davida, and it's called Fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
That, that's it. Davido. He's um, Nigerian, I believe. Shit's, for ten. Wow. Shit's yeah. fantastic. He is, Shit's fantastic. That's his second one that is really hit. Really? And um, Wait, there's more of this guy? Yeah. Yeah, I've got to oh, find yeah. this. He's, wow. he's inspired. <laughs> It's and a really was, good track. I, I believe, and hopefully, and if, if there's any of our African listeners watching or looking, listening, don't crucify me for giving Nigeria right. the credit. Okay. But if he's if he's Ghanaian or Ghanaian or South African, don't kill me. Well, <laughs> Cameroonian, okay. I don't know. Oh, okay. Right. I think he's Nigerian. In fact, he was okay. here for one music fest. And oh, he was, fantastic! He was, he was, fan, he was phenomenal. yeah. I'm gonna keep cool. an eye on that guy. That was a really, that's a really good track. Yep, cool. <laughs> what about you? Can I have two or no? I can't have two. Go ahead, I'll give you two. Okay, <clears throat> you brought the beer. I'll give you two. Oh. By the way, we're drinking Shinerbach. So shout out to Shinerbach. I'm also drinking Bush Light. I did a bum and put one in my uh, carpenter <laughs> shorts here. Um, so for the past, I have to go with Edge of the Earth by Volumes. Um, mm. Volumes, and that song specifically, it's really interesting because it's a kind of like they're originally in that group of people that were paving the way for the modern metal metalcore scene and they're also a little bit techno but they have like a nice like salsa bachata breakdown in there but still mm-hmm. metal and still Dope. it's like a progressive section and then they kind of go like bachata and then they get back and smashing into their chorus they recently lost their um clean singer so if you go to a concert today you might not really? get what you're used to mm-hmm. sorry and for those of you that aren't into the metal scene the dirty singer or the screamer is the guy who screams. The clean singer is the guy who scream. Um, sorry, who sings in those post-hardcore kind of mm-hmm. genre of metal. Thought it was a drug Very reference. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think there's a lot of clean singers then. Right. <laughs> so I was like, wow. <laughs> um, for the current, it has to be Wolf and Bear. Um, oh, sorry. Let me look at the numbers. It is called six one zero two slash nine two four zero. Um, I think it sounds a, like a damn Denzel Curry like album. <laughs> okay. <or> song title. <laughs> I think it's a reference to it's Mike Jones's phone number. A gun or something. All right. <laughs> two eight one three three. Yeah, we all remember. That. Um, <laughs> had to get that shut down by the way because I had too many messages. Wow. But um, it's an interest. It's super progressive start out to it, um, and very traditional punk metal as mm-hmm. it goes. And Wolf and Bear is actually a side project of Tim Furyk, who is the current bassist of Dance Gavin Dance. He was actually the basis basis for their Happiness album, which is my favorite bass work out of any Dance Gavin Dance album. Um, he's my second favorite bassist, only because uh, Tim Ward of Fall of Troy is like my first favorite bassist. So good stuff. No bias. There. I will add mine in because I always since I'm, I shoot these rapid fire questions right. sure. um, at different times. I'm still going with Meek Uptown Vibes. Okay, that is him, solid. Fab, and uh, a okay. a uh, Latino artist. Uh, please don't kill me. Annual AA. Okay. And it just goes so hard. That beat and then Fab's verse. Mm-hmm. And I'm slowly progressively learning Spanish. <laughs> uh, just okay. because it's, it's something I challenge myself with is to okay. learn Spanish and Japanese. Okay. So, um, just I've latched on to as much Latino music and Latinx music okay. as I can. And artists like Bad Bunny and, um, uh, oh Bunny's the British one, right? Or no, 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 no. Bad Bunny is. Oh no, that's is that the that's what you, that's what Cardi. Oh, never mind. No, no, that's Bad Baby. Okay, but I yeah. was close. That's Daniel Brigoli. Yeah, yeah. 50%. Daniel okay. Brigoli. Yeah. Um, and then there was oh, it's the two Shout guys to Dr. who Phil. were on um Cardi's uh Cardi's song. Yeah, they were on the Cardi. They were on Cardi yeah, B's so track. Now them. I can't think of the other guy's name because it was straight up. Yeah, it was straight up um Hispanic. Um, yeah, and so. 
the two of them, and I've been listening slowly to their music, which is just dope. And he and and they, they're just they're just cool. And especially since the way I got introduced to Bad Bunny was an episode of one of my TV shows, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. But there's a show called Live PD, mm-hmm. and they're they need one of the calls on Live PD in San Antonio. They got or El Paso, Texas. They had to do crowd control. And for this artist, and mm. they asked who the artist was, and it was Bad Bunny, and I was like, "What? Who is this guy?" And <laughs> right. they need crowd control, right? Yeah. And I was so I looked him up, and I was like, "Oh, you're like the Latino Chris Brown. Like, right. You're huge everywhere, you but here you're ginormous." <laughs> I was like, okay. "Oh, okay, this makes sense." Okay. Um, there was a guy who just a Spanish singer guy who just passed away recently. Because um, Gomez shouted him out on Instagram. I can't remember his name to save my life. But yeah, rest in peace to that um, guy. What's one artist you, you personally wish you had listened to more? Someone that you say, yo, I should really check that guy out, and you just haven't got to him yet. I'm going to challenge. I could easily say Counterparts because I came into them in 2013. I just started listening to them. But I'm not going to do that because I've already shouted out the Counterparts numerous times. <laughs> I'm actually going to go with, speaking of rest in peace here, I'm going to go with Suicide Silence. Um, I actually went to the last... So their lead singer, Mitch, um, he had passed away in a motorcycle accident. I was actually at their last New York, I'm sorry, New Jersey concert, concert before he passed. Oh, wow. I wish I had to check them out more. Um, so Suicide Silence, for some of you guys that are into video games here, which is a segue partially into what we're going to be talking about later on. Yep. <laughs> they actually originally had the soundtrack to the new Devil May Cry. Oh, wow. But because there was a controversy with their new lead singer, Hector, with um, I don't want get to get into that out of respect for what may or may not be happening in that, but there was a bit of a controversy, so they actually removed them from the uh, the billing there. But it Suicide Silence, yeah. yeah, it's sad. Um, but Suicide Silence is a group that I wish I had checked out more. But um, Disengage is still one of my favorite songs. So good stuff. No, my answer is just going to be um, H E R, and I guess by con- by proxy H I uh, him as well. Just to that, I came onto the tail end of that whole hype train mm-hmm. with both of them. And it's like, I really need to go back and listen to all of her old stuff. Because everyone keeps telling me, the old shit's better than the new stuff. That's what everybody says when a, when a new artist right. finally gets on. Right. So it's like, like oh, eh, I'm going to give it a listen. Because the new guilty, stuff's good. <laughs> and I'm guilty of saying that. It's just hard to make the case. But I'm guilty right. of saying that with Gambino. Mm, okay. I'm, I'm okay. purebred. Like, I came in at the EP... And luckily, oh, wow. there was there was a mixtape. I think it's still on that piff. Because I was like, I, I heard Freaks and Geeks. And I was mm-hmm. like, I got to hear more of this guy. So I found a couple things here and there. And then I, I went to that piff, of course. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. <laughs> and well, now now you go to SoundCloud. But I went right. to that piff yeah. and um, typed in. And there was somebody, a DJ or somebody, a fan who had created a mixtape called The Greatest Gambino. Or The Great Gambino. And they what they had done is taken the EP, right, and the best of from his early um, mixtapes, we'll um, Sick one. Boy, uh, One Two, uh, and I'm Just a Rapper, and taking their like the best of those mm-hmm. and put them all into one mixtape. So I got the like the full breath that's preview not, at once, and it was dope. And then they also spliced in um, the the Sandlot. <laughs> the Sandlot, uh, the when every time in the Sandlot they would talk about the great Bambino, mm-hmm. they switched it and made it the Gam- great Gambino and used the the skits from that. Oh, so cool. it was a really fucking dope mixtape. Cool. <laughs> it was somebody paid that DJ. Somebody, yeah. paid, I need yeah. to go back and find out who it was because right. it was fire and it was a great introduction to him. So I'm guilty of that, right? 
uh, just a hundred and ten percent. Because everyone says it, you know. Oh yeah. man, their, their early stuff was way better than the new stuff, and I'm like, well, yeah. new stuff's pretty good. I'm good too. I'm excited to go see her at Coachella this year. Fuck, really? Yeah. So Damn. I'm I, the Coachella and Gambino too. So okay. seriously? Yeah. Uh, no, I got kids. I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, Understand? It's all good. <laughs> got to buy a house. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll talk about that afterwards if you need. I'm, I'm, I should be closing Tuesday, matter of fact. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> more power to it. More, more of us in, in, in buying real estate. Mm-hmm. all about it. Yeah, okay. um, yeah, that was the scheduling thing that I was trying to like work with you on. Yeah, I was, I was, supposed, like, to be, oh, yeah. I was supposed to be closing Friday, and now I'll be oh. moving this weekend. So yep. I was like, yep. didn't know how that was going to yeah. go. All good. Yeah. All good. We're flexible here. Yeah. Like, clearly, we're recording in my house. Right. <laughs> um, last question. Last one. Um, who do you, what artist do you put people on? Who do you say hmm. you need to try? You need to listen to this person. I feel like ah, uh, you, you're you. My, but the first answer yeah. obviously be weekend, but now everybody's on him. So yeah. there was a time <laughs> when no one knew him, and I was just shouting from the rooftops. So yeah. now it's not him. Um, artist that I'm really trying to put people on now. Um, it would it would be if and if I'm saying his name wrong, guys, I apologize. It would be Gallant or Gallant. It's just one that not a lot of people hear about. Whenever I ask, like, you ever heard this guy? And it's really good, really good soulful R&B oh, music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for me, this is like, I, I felt like I answered these questions like too quickly. So I've been trying to like, I got, I got so that's the gift and curse of rapid fire. Mm-hmm. So I get like a first option. I'm like, yeah, that's easy. But let me try to challenge myself and do something really difficult. So for me, actually, and also we are all in this room, African-Americans. Um, funny story, funny sidebar on the Twitch stream. A lot of people think I'm white. Because I guess oh, I just man, sound, they do. They really do. <laughs> I guess I just don't <laughs> sound really black funny. sometimes. Maybe it's all the middle. I always try to push people—not push people—but if anyone has a question about metal or going, how do you listen to that stuff? I always introduce them to scary kids scaring kids because everything they do is really. I'm trying to think how it says they have they have a lot of really really great lyrics that people can kind of get with. Um, rest in peace to the lead singer uh, Tyson. They disbanded a long time ago. Um, Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of stuff they do is really digestible, very rhythmic. It's very it's it's emo music actually, but it just doesn't seem too like depressing or downing because it's very like it's more like a revolutionary kind of thing. They're like the metals, like Dead Prez in a weird way. <laughs> um, but Scary Kids, Scaring Kids, Degenerates, you know, phenomenal song. You can watch them live, but very strong, uh, very strong bassist as well. And I can't remember his name, but you know. Definitely scary kids, scaring kids, hundred percent. All right. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that I I just early Gambino. I always tell people to go listen to because yeah. it's him in his like I'm still obsessed with Wayne phase. Okay. Uh, his mixtape stuff, but everybody knows him now, so yeah. I kind of feel like he's yeah, the he's weekend. super just, popular he's now. Saturated into everything, but he still like takes time to be super creative. Right. So, that's what I appreciate, but I don't know. I, I I will take a step back for one, and one artist I wish I listened to more, and I think I said this before, is Vince Staples. Okay. I and it's hmm. weird. Okay. I like his stuff. That I like. I, like stuff. I, I I still haven't given FM the full like attention that I wanted to give it. Yeah. And I know it's been out for forever, but right. it's just I haven't gotten back to him yet. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I do hear him getting mentioned a lot more. It's unique. I yeah, love so. every interview he does. Like yeah. every interview he does yeah. and everything that I've seen him do. Right. Um, I enjoy the hell out of it. 
Right. And that's why I was like, I need to give him a shot. I also keep hearing the name Blueface keep getting thrown out. I feel like that's new because I've been hearing it a lot too. Yeah. And he's apparently Cali. He apparently reminds okay. a lot of people of E-40. And E-40 is just so different. I don't know how you sound like him. Okay. Like, can can we, wait, do your E-40 impression. Oh you have a good one. Do it. Do it. He has a good one. He's good. It's, I can't. My voice is so monotone and flat. I can't. It's like it. I really don't know where he came from. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like, it's, like, it, it, it's really, it's really wacky. It's, yes. Another person yes. That I haven't given the time to yet, but I've come to like her via the uh, Brilliant Idiots podcast is okay. um, Snow the Product. So she is a Mexican mm-hmm. artist who is. Wait, shout out, shout out to Lloyd. Doesn't Lloyd talk about snow? Is that? I feel like he has S N O H, right? It's smelled fun. Is it spelled funny? Or no? Snow T H A product. Oh, it's someone different. Okay. He, uh, okay. Shout out to Lloyd. I mean Chairface. But um, <laughs> that's actually his name on our Twitch stream is literally Lloyd. I mean Chairface. That's his full name on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, we never mentioned him. But yeah, he's always talking about someone named Snow. So I apologize there. That's all good. All right. So that uh, I think I think we've had a really good music conversation wait 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 wait! i have a rapid fire question for you oh go for it you were prepared no i wasn't yeah <laughs> yes this is what i do he that is what I, you do <laughs> i just fucking you know drive in there smash the door in. sorry about the little well, robbery door in. sorry about that. Anyway. <laughs> it's okay <laughs> My okay. i have alarm system and guns now we're good that's <laughs> what's up that's what's great about the south well, okay P- wait, wait pennsylvania you guys are pretty gun oh, yeah. Yeah. pennsylvania y'all is very yeah. uh pro pro gun nice yeah, y'all got guns. <laughs> in the in the north well because everybody describes Pennsylvania as Philadelphia on one side, Pittsburgh on the other, and Alabama in the middle. Right, right. So it's a very, very pro-gun state. Oh, yeah. Very reciprocating with, um, if you have a concealed carry in Georgia, it, they'll reciprocate it in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. beautiful. So, I can carry yeah. the shit in Pennsylvania. So, for, so just to kind of stay on that tangent about guns. Mm-hmm. So if you guys remember the Plaxico Burris incident? Yeah, of course. His gun was actually licensed in Florida, and he was in New York. So in New York, you can't shoot anybody. No. You shoot yourself, you're gone. It can be a licensed gun. It can be, like, an accident. Yep. It can, you can be everywhere. You can have friends everywhere, glitter, from raining from the skies, <laughs> unicorns, lollipops. If a gun goes off in New York, it's yours and licensed, you're going to jail. Yep. In New Jersey, wow. if you shoot anybody, if someone breaks into your home and you shoot them with a gun, you go to jail. Wow. It's serious. I'm never going there. <laughs> you have to go to New Jersey once. I mean, come on. No. Come on. I can't defend myself. If you go to New York, like, I'm going to actually, like, well, I'm not going to tell you this, but I'm going to, like, either you guys knock you out and drive you over the Hudson. So <laughs> I apologize in advance. I actually just did a stint in, um, I had a four-week project or five-week project for work in uh, Ewing, New Jersey. Union. Shout-outs to... Uh, no, no, Ewing. Oh, Ewing. Oh, shout-outs to Ewing. Yeah, it's about <laughs> from Princeton, so... Yeah, oh. <laughs> A lot of and trees out there. You, you ain't from Trenton, are you? I've, am I from Trenton? If I was from Trenton, I wouldn't be alive. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> people, people from Trenton might come after me for this. I dropped some people off at the train station. Okay. Because, like, half my team was from... Two people. It was, it was five people on the team. Two were from uh, New York. One was okay. from D.C. Okay. The other was from uh, Ohio, and I was from Atlanta. So cool. we would fly cool. a, in and out either Newark or Philly. Okay. But I would drop them off at the train station in Trenton. Yeah. Trenton looks – the train station looked awesome. You get 45 feet from the train station Ba-boom. behind it. Ba-boom. Trenton looks like 
the city after an Avengers fight and they just never cleaned up. It's the real Ground Zero. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it, Vine, it's like Vine City. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's it's just burnt out buildings and it is, drugs. Drugs destroyed that neighborhood. It is, yeah, it it's is bad. wow rough. Yeah, the cap- that, wait, it is the capital. That's like Camden. What's the capital of Jersey? Trenton. That's what I thought. Okay, wow, it's, it's bad. <laughs> I used to actually train at the um, Larry Sharp show, sold the building of the Monster Factory, and I used to train with uh, Jim Molino, who's an ECW referee, and this guy Ed Atlas. Um, in technically, it was um, Rawway or Camden County or something or whichever it was. I'm um, not Rawway. I can't remember the name of the place. I apologize. But um, really nice facility. Everything was great. But I was like, if you went one exit too far, you were in. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you was in it. The wrong place. <laughs> you was in it. I remember funny Morehouse story. There was a guy who was doing. He was handing out like brochures to get people like registered to vote or something. And he was like, I was telling him I was from New Jersey because he's just trying to like talk to people to hook them into whatever yeah. numbers he wanted. <laughs> he goes, Oh, I'm actually moving yeah. moving to New Jersey. I'm like, You are cool. What part? He goes, Oh, I'm uh, Camden. I was like. Sir, <laughs> you are Do not you saying know what you're doing, <laughs> sir. I know he must have saw that price and was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Sir, might went ahead a little further anywhere, really, any direction. <laughs> just run, you know." For, uh, just, just run. But I'm not gonna let. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it was it was an interesting time dropping off. Like Ewing wasn't bad. There wasn't shit there. Mm-hmm. There was like it was literally right. the business we were working at the hospital. Right. Um and a and a really small airport bingo and that was it yeah and then we anything if we wanted food or anything we either went to Princeton yeah or Princeton really yeah oh well, shit <laughs> it was Princeton or Princeton yeah and Princeton I'm not a huge Princeton guy yeah um I do regret one thing coming into college I, I'll never trade Morehouse or anything but okay. Princeton sent Princeton sent me a application that I'd never filled out. Okay, so here's the thing. You did fine. Because <laughs> you would have been bored. Princeton I believe it. No, 112. Boring. Looking at Princeton, it's like... Boring. This looks boring as crap. Oh, <laughs> it's bad. Like, oh, I'm my like, God. Great. I have, no wonder I have a great education because I had nothing else to do. Yeah, It's exactly. like, let me crack this history textbook for no reason. Right. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what it looked like. Yeah, that's when, funny. when my brother was thinking of colleges, he actually drove past Princeton to go to Carnegie Mellon. And then oh. he didn't like Carnegie Mellon either. So <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> Oh, damn. No, I'll say I passed on Duke for the same reason. Duke's I did a cool. vis- I did a Duke. visit to Duke's campus and oh, it was no, no, friend. I was very well, bored. We got to talk about this. Everybody, <laughs> everybody tells me that that you just uh, if you go to Duke, you party at UNC Charlotte Chapel Hill. UNC yeah. Chapel Hill was fantastic. Yeah, that's what everybody <laughs> says. My fantastic. cousin, that campus was amazing, and um, a couple of friends then went to Chapel Hill, and one friend then went to Duke. Cool, and one who's just a Duke fan for no abrupt reason. Cool. cool. People like winners. <laughs> yeah, it's actually one of my neos. Is he is a Duke fan, but he went to Jackson State. Okay, he needs a team, so he just said Duke. That's 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 us, right? right. We need Division One <laughs> right. teams. Yeah. We need a team. I was gonna say, like, I went to Morehouse, but I root for Penn State. Same now, here. I wish I went to. Yeah, we're gonna high five away from the mic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like the most gentle. That was a that was a pro wrestling high five. Oh, yeah. That's how they give um, high fives at Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't. That's different. We can't do that because there's a camera around. <laughs> no, um, I <laughs> I got him too. He tries to all the time. He'll be in front of me trying to drink, and I've been really good about this. Lately. Good but he'll be trying to drink, and I'm like, just get that drink to your. Yep, okay, now I'm gonna say something funny. Um, 
So, um, <laughs> wait, this see. all started because you had a rapid fire question for me. Wait, okay, I'm, I'm going to get to my rapid fire question. But what I was going to say is that you had mentioned about where you wish you went to school and no regrets about Morehouse. I do mm-hmm. wish I actually, and this is a subplot that Justin's aware of, but I actually almost transferred to UCF. Oh, wow. Um, they had a really phenomenal economics program. And I was on the payment plan, so I got my classes dropped one too many times. Mm-hmm. I missed out on a class that was only offered in fall, so I had to do like an extra year wow. um, at Morehouse. Um, it would have been a night. Extra, I know, it would have been a nitro, man. It would have been a citrus, citrus night and stuff. <laughs> would have been a national champion, too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How's it feel, SEC fans? Mm. I'm telling we, uh, Where you, we, I had a girl on one of my projects when I was in Tampa, mm-hmm. graduated from UCF. Okay. And or no, she was not UCF. She was USF. Okay. Um, and she actually she was smart as fuck though. Mm-hmm. She was super smart. She's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to check on her because she was having some issues at work. But no, she was. But she's going back for her master's in cybersecurity. So I was like, cool. you're gonna be fine. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not worried because <laughs> she was super smart. And then yeah. going back for her master's. Oh she, yeah. Consulting wasn't giving her everything she wanted. Okay. So. She was just like, um, I'm going to do this master in cybersecurity. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, she's yeah. rich. Yeah, she's cool. going to be absolutely if, if not, fine. She and her, yeah. her, her, her boyfriend that she lived with is military. Oh. So he was, and she's like interested in government shit. Cool. So I was like, you're going to be fine. Yeah, he's <laughs> going to do this. She's going to do this. Yeah, they're going to be good. They're going to be good. And they're she's a super sweet, nice person too, so. Your kids are going to have to want for nothing and yep. will have the best weed. Oh, yeah. My kid will buy weed from their kids. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Shut out the line. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, just go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go for it. Uh, rapid fire question. Rapid fire question. What is the most aggressive song you heard to the point where it was so aggressive you didn't get through it? Didn't get through it. That's a tough rapid fire question. That is a very tough Woo! rapid fire question. Woo! I will say, I don't think there's any song because nothing really phases me that much. Okay, but there is. Um, hold on. To be fair, you might have to, have to look it up if you couldn't get through it. It's know? funny. I have the. I, I have. I have. I know exactly that. what album it was on. Okay, and I just need to find. Oh my goodness. It's, uh, there we go. So Paul looks it up. Remember the remember the dude that used to shout? I feel like his name was OG something or whatever. Maka. Yeah. Bitch, yeah. you guessed it. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, yeah. No, he 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 released some later stuff, and I was just like, I can't. He's just shouting obscenities. You can always tell someone who is just a, shouting obscenities. A, I can't. You can always tell someone who's a big metal fan by what they borrow from it. He definitely embodied that energy. Oh God, yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> I'm almost got it. Okay. Yes, and I'll just keep talking. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> some of these guys, like if you listen to like Sicko Mode, Travis Scott, you can tell he's borrowed yeah. the concept of yeah. this song is four different songs. That's yeah. a progressive metal concept, you know? Especially like, um, oh no, I've forgotten. There it is. I hear it. <laughs> X is coming off It's Dark and Hell is Hot. Shout out to his 25th anniversary. Oh, tour. he's out of jail. Okay. He's out of jail. <laughs> yeah, Bike jail. Weekend this year is going to be it's crazy. Dark and Hell is Hot because I believe that is a song that he talks about kicking in the front door, killing the whole family, and raping a 16-year-old daughter. That's, so, that sounds like X. There you go. And I, I'll right. never forget, I was one time, I was on a camping trip. I don't know if it was with school or Boy Scouts, and I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. 
as I was going to sleep and it gave me a nightmare. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <gasps> it's going to get me. <laughs> DMX had a lot of like metal influences I could I kind of feel like mm. especially after his after Damien 3 cuz you know the trilogy Damien okay. was basically mm-hmm. the first one was on his dark and hell is high and mm-hmm. it basically he meets the devil and the devil as starts he like giving him getting him get, getting him money getting him fame okay. getting him on mm-hmm. also in that song this is a random side note his son calls him my nigga which is just hilarious to me that's DMX <laughs> that's it. He, he has a Rugrats reference in like one bar and then okay. the next bar he's like I my nigga go do your thing yeah. I'm like that's your son your yeah, five year old that's yeah. it okay cool and then. Um, but then the, the, it was a continuation okay. and it was three parts and the third part, uh, Marilyn Manson is actually on. Okay. So, so I believe That's X it. had a lot of those metal influences as well. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah. I want to say he did a song on Limp Bizkit. I want to say he was on oh. a remix to Roland maybe? Probably. What? It sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably okay. the song, one of the songs that, that got me. Like straight up, just yeah. You just are like, I can't do this. <laughs> Not today. It's too it's much for a Tuesday. Rough. Okay. Okay. There's a th- recent. Recently, there was a song. I, I think I need to add there. money to parking. <laughs> oh, okay. What's how, how much time? I I actually put in a good amount of hours. Like I paid last night, so I'm like, yeah, pay like just need to <laughs> pay All right. So we will take a break, and then when we come back, okay. that is when we're going to get into the topic that we came here for. Uh, we spent the hour on music. Dead ass. <laughs> Awesome. (laughs) Video games. And that's what I'm excited about. And we may even jump it off by talking about Apex Legends. We can do it. Super excited. We can do that. Playing it. All right. So take a break. We'll be right back at you. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And we are here with our returning well not returning guests but our guests we've had today oh the beer's taking shape I can feel it oh the beer's beer's settling in that means we're coming back one day that's all that means (laughs) the beer's settling in episode 2 we want to get into our next topic it's the topic we came for didn't mean to spend that much time on music but we did who cares like what we like had to hey (laughs) it felt like a good conversation it was so you guys reached out to me and said hey Paul hey PJ we <laughs> caught myself. Hey PJ, we have started myself Twitch streaming. Yep, looking at video, streaming video games, and enjoying the hell out of it. And we want to come on your podcast and talk about it, so we can talk about a couple things kind of around it. One yep. for the, for the people who just straight up don't know what Twitch streaming is, sure. and what it is you guys enjoy doing. Sure. Two. What games you guys mainly play or are most interested in playing? Mm-hmm. And three, we're definitely going to talk about this Apex Legends. Apex hey. Legends, a right. battle royal style game, along a la the name, the uh, world of Fortnite, PUBG, yep. um, player unknown, yep. unknown battleground. Yeah. Um, this is the same studio, Apex Legends, the same studio that did Titanfall yep. Two, Respawn Entertainment, yep. and, and they're. I enjoyed the shit out of Titanfall 2, personally. I was just You enjoyed it as well, Mike. I love Titanfall. I still oh. play Titanfall 2. Titanfall <laughs> 1 let me down ish. Only because oh, of the con I, the I content. Heard it was that good. It was, not it was fine. It, it just was didn't good. have a lot of content. It and so good. as a result, I didn't pick up two. One was fun. It was good. <laughs> one was fun. I felt like so for me, I'm big on Mecha. Mm-hmm. 
So a lot of the, my friends, a lot of my <laughs> friends and my brother are huge on it. No, okay, you're not huge on anime, but you do watch anime. Mm. I, have my, I have my likes. I've always loved anime because of BattleTech and Mech Warrior. But all the anime, all the animes. I'm sorry, I said anime. I always love Mecha because of BattleTech Mech Warrior. But um, all of the anime Mecha is very emo, for lack of a better term. So I was like always disappointed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, when Titanfall came through, I was like, oh cool, I can like hop in that thing and just shoot stuff, and then it blows up because I'm bad at the game, and uh, you don't have on. to whine for six episodes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's why I I enjoyed it. I actually picked it up on recommendation of my fr- of. Returning champ of the show, underscore okay. HR Paper Stacks. Okay. He is a, a EA video game designer. We talked to him about NBA Live cool. um, on the podcast, and he and I've heard good things about Live. It's had its hiccups, but still, it, on it a, just it just has such a juggernaut to overcome. Yeah, yeah. that's all. Two K is a, a yeah, it's it's, like, it's just hard. It's, it's like when uh, when NFL Two K tried to take over Madden. Right, and, and this. Madden it's so hard to do. <laughs> right, it's so hard to do. But it, it, it's such a juggernaut. But I'm he's happy. I, they have some really cool stuff. They've had some gameplay issues, but I think they're getting over them. Good. Like, yeah. So, but I cool. It's it's cool. Um, cool. so let's start start back. All right. Okay. Sure. What is Twitch streaming, and what do y'all do? All right, all right. Twitch streaming <laughs> as a whole. Um, <laughs> Twitch streaming allows for an individual to broadcast. The game they're playing on a platform where people can just type in a website. Next thing you know, you're watching this person play the game. Exactly. Many, a lot of people like to add a video component where there's a little box somewhere or some run a screen where you can see that person playing. Exactly. Just to get an idea about who the person is, you can see their 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 reactions to it. Mm-hmm. it got really popular on YouTube, kind of popular kind of popularized the whole thing. Yep. People playing scary or scary games and things of that nature and the less plays. Right. Letting wanting people to watch them get scared and things and then people say, wait a minute, I can just play any game and have reactions to it and mm-hmm. people want to see it. Yeah. And then it grew into the big thing about Twitch streaming is it grows as your community grows. So as people start talking in chat, you respond to people in chat, next thing you know, you've got a whole conversation going with people while you're playing the game. And mm-hmm. specifically what the executives love about it is that you can reach people actively. Right. So if you're so if you're a big Twitch streamer and you have people that you know that show up all the time, you can say like what I did one in one stream actually, I asked the people who were watching the stream, I was like, I was playing Payday Two which is a great game, by the way. Lesser-known game, but a great game. I had the option between using a microphone as a melee weapon and a chain as a melee weapon. So I said, hey, guys, in chat, type out what you want me to use. Right. So someone in chat, and normally no one chats because we're very early in the process, I would say. <laughs> someone goes, microphone. And I was like, all right, shout-out to so I shouted the guy out. I was like, shout-out to so-and-so, so-and-so. I'm going to use the microphone, blah, blah, blah. But it's so interactive, and it's such a great touch point for people to interact with gamers all around that are into games that they might play that might be lesser known or even popular. Mm-hmm. They might be pro level and they can actually get a lot of great advice and a lot of great strategies and things of the sort. They also do big events like Evo. Shout out to Evo. I'm hoping to go this year if I can get my broke ass out the house. <laughs> um, hey, man, that's that's the same thing with me applying to, for credentials to okay. music festivals and shit. Yeah. Like stuff that I enjoy yeah. and would do anyway. Right. I want to now be able to kind of like cover on the podcast. Yeah, we right. did. We did a show from Coachella before. Cool. Um, not from the actual ground, but it just we went and then covered it. Right. But um, I'd love to do stuff like that. Yeah. That'd be freaking fantastic to actually maybe talk to an artist or talk something just to get 
virtual domus out there. But right. I understand. I'd love to go to CES. I'd love yeah. to go to Comic-Con oh, in San Diego. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to oh, do yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah. But it's not like I have IGN or... Yeah. Or or Engadget or somebody right. behind me mm-hmm. to fund it. <laughs> so you got, it's a labor of love, and that's like when you're doing stuff like this and how you guys are doing on Twitch, you got to start small and build. So <laughs> you asked us what? How did we? How do we even get into that yeah. whole thing? Oh, this what, what, is, this what is going to be the design. My, this is, this is Mike loves be, this answer. This is going to be fun. I'm just going to so, sit here and look into the camera. <laughs> Mike, we came up with the idea because I have a. I will go on record as saying I have a problem. Being the kind of gamer that I am, if I ever see discount games, um, and, and I play a lot on PC where most games are on a drastic discount. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you ever see games. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, really? I should buy I was. I wonder about this. I should buy it. I probably won't ever finish it, but I'm going to give it a good, honest shot. I'm going to buy mm-hmm. it. And then, lo and behold, two years after, two, three years later, I've got like a Steam library of what? 450 some odd games I think the last time and, we spoke about this when we first started it was probably around 3 so that's and my here. so let me see my Switch library is at like 70 now PS4 library is at like 90 something my goodness so like tons and I'm like Mike I'm never gonna play all these games my goodness. there's just no way and he was like wait a minute let's play let's essentially start playing these older <laughs> games and out of the way games so this gives me an opportunity to go through a backlog yep. mm-hmm. while also Streaming stuff. So randomly, we'll play some off-putting game that I probably was never going to touch, and then other times something like Apex, which we'll get on, will come mm-hmm. out and like, okay, let's play that too. Yeah. So we'll alternate between old games, new games, popular games, shit that no one's ever heard of, including us, and oh, just yeah. say let's just throw it on, let's just throw one in there and see what it, see how it plays. Big this up. is this is really funny because I'm actually about to crank something up. You to, do it. Not with necessarily with Twitch. Sure. It may be because this is going to sound like the hater moment of a lifetime. What? But one person who really got popular on Twitch was DJ Academics. And I've never Seriously? looked. Yeah. I didn't know that. He's been on Twitch? He was, yeah. He, he's been on Twitch. He does a lot of his Twitch stream stuff okay. um, while playing video games. And that's one of the things that helped fuel him. He was big on, on message boards that's before. Right. I knew that. And then it, it kind of parlayed into Twitch, and then that is what led his ass to television. Wow. Here's the thing about funny. that, though. I've never looked at someone on TV more and said, I can do your job better than you, than I have looking at DJ Academics. That's so fair. Gets... That may come back to haunt me. No, it won't. He may <laughs> come back to, uh, if he wants to fight me, we can Soldier Boy this out, and we I can f- me. I feel like he can win. be. Soldier Boy and I can be Chris Brown and like, we can we can do a professional wrestling match. That'll be I fun. Feel like you <laughs> really, 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 really. Let so, me know. I know a lot of promo- I met a lot of promoters last night. Let me know. This is perfect. Um, it's a, we're going to talk more because I actually want to do an event, not pro wrestling wise, but just an event at. Uh, have you heard of Revelry? Revelry. It's the VR. The bar. VR bar down here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys been yet? I have not been. It's fantastic. And I have not been to it because of Mike will say my addiction. Yeah. Because just about every headset that exists, I have at home. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Do, you, do you have a Rift? The I have an Oculus. I have the PSVR. I have the little uh, wire-free Oculus. Mm-hmm. Um, Oculus Go. I have two I of the Samsung joints. Yeah. Very one after playing my neighbors. Um, the Rift's fantastic. I and the Go like, was great. 
I really kind of want this, but I kind of want to hold out for the Harmony. Yeah. That is yeah. going to be like the full wireless. Right. And can track you and stuff. But I'm also afraid of like running into walls and shit. But, it's, it's, so, it's so bad um, that I have... Because I do drone, I, I race my when well, I race, I fly my drone every now and then. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? They have a they have a headset for the drone. Hmm, let me wait on a good sale. <laughs> Found a good refurbished sale. Yeah. I have that. And come to find out, there's an HDMI input on the drone headset oh, that lets you actually plug in like sure. regular content. So I could be sitting there with that headset on, okay. playing my PS4 on a screen that's like right here. Wow, that's fire. Yeah, it's it's. See, this is why this is what my wife hates this. <laughs> she hates this. Uh, I, I, I guess you can call that virtual dopeness. There you go. Hey, that's funny. <laughs> but so that's this is why I enjoyed it. So like Reverie, it's it's a bunch of like booths that are right. have re- Oculus Rifts in them okay. and have a bunch of games on them. You pay for thirty minutes an hour at a time, yeah, it, and then they have it's a fantastic a DJ in a bar there. So while you're not playing That's a game fantastic. or waiting, you can drink and you can socialize with people. And I want to do something um, with the podcast with it because it's and and hopefully with y'all. That's it's, it's, fantastic. It's nuts. Yeah. So just but, give a time and a place, right? <laughs> DTP date, time and place. That's it. But 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 I digress. So Twitch has become something that is kind of ingrained. Mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a dual thing that's kind of raised. The popularity of esports yep. and the popularity of Twitch are kind of like forever bound hand in hand. Because that's, that's why every single esports event will stream through Twitch. Yep. And that every makes sense. One. And it, they've set up the platform. And it's something I've thought about, like, how do I do this? But I also don't game as much as I used to. Right. And you've talked about, I want the next, my next purchase is actually a Switch because it looks, I've, I played uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, at my yep. homie's house, and was like, "Yo, this is this is if I can take it's, this on a road with me, what?" Yeah. <laughs> it's hands down. It's for anyone that grew up gaming. We're, uh, we're in our thirties. Yeah, um, most of our first systems is probably I'll say NES or Genesis, something along those lines. Yep. And we've always something that we've always had growing up is gaming had to stop when you had to leave the house, mm-hmm. unless you had a Game Boy or something. But that wasn't the same type of gaming you did at home. Bingo. So the whole the whole fact that something like the Switch exists. I have never, again, my wife was sitting right there when I watched the reveal, and she recalls it was like I was a child again. (laughs) Because all of a sudden, it was my home gaming, which is a big stress relief Mm -hmm. for an adult lifestyle. My home gaming could now go with me anywhere Mm -hmm. and not have to stop at all. Mm -hmm. And it was like, wait a minute, this is the, I've been wanting something like this since I was a kid. Yeah. And now it exists. Because I had the, like, I had the, what did I have? I had a Game Boy mm-hmm. yeah. Color. I don't think I had an original Game Boy. Um, I was really fortunate, I realized, as a kid. But I also realized the secret to me being lucky with systems. Okay. Low-key, my dad liked to play, too. See? So, uh, it helped. So, it helped. Nintendo. So I, I didn't have a Nintendo at the house. I had it. My, I had my cousins at my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. He had the NES. And then I had the Super the SNES and uh, Genesis. Mm-hmm. And then I had a 64 and a GameCube. And then I actually didn't get a PlayStation. My first PlayStation was a PS2. Mine was a 3. Yeah. And wow. it was actually yeah. in the car. So you guys remember my car from college. Mm-hmm. So it looked like something out of Fast and Furious. The kid actually put in a PS2 in it. What? That's how I got my first PS2. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I had screens behind the, the visors. I was right. lucky. I, I lucked up on this kid who had put like 
ten eleven thousand dollars into a um uh Chevy Cavalier. Okay. Nice. And he had done it looked like dead ass looked like something out of the fact. It was a coupe, right? Yeah. The Cavalier coupe, yep. And he yep, cool. um the Z twenty four. And he had put all his money into it and then oh. graduated college okay. and his parents for his graduation gift gave him a Chrysler Crossfire. Boom. So he oh, was wow. able to let go of my car for little or nothing because he okay. was like, Yeah, I have fun. Those I are the best it. deals to get. Man. Those are the and best deals. I never forget, like, I came out of work because I was working in Wawa mm. and looked across the street and saw this car at the dealership. I'm not at the dealership, at the gas station across the street. And I took the number down and I went home that day. I was like, Mom, Dad, I found it. Because my car had, my last car was a trooper. It was an 88 Beretta. Who? The fuel pump blew and it was wow. more. It was more to repair the fuel pump than the car was worth. So they were like, it's time to let that go. We'll find yeah. you a new car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a Beretta, man. Yeah. yeah man. You got to let that so, one slide. Let it go. But, but that was my first PS2. I just, gaming for me I, has fallen off since I been in the working world. Right. Got it. Naturally. I right. love it. And I've always loved it. And I, I just, I've, I've thought about doing Twitch. Mm. And so tell me one thing. Do you guys look at the, there is a monetary side. Okay, well, I was going to say, <laughs> you passed my back for a second. Why did you do that? Because you handled that aspect. <laughs> so, entirely. what I was about to say is, like, if you want to get into Twitch, we can talk because I'm I'm trying to position it to our group of friends that are gamers. Because mm-hmm. I'm the worst gamer out of the bunch. <laughs> um, but I'm the guy who's kind of the upstart. So, I'm mm-hmm. like, I want to make it so that we have, not necessarily, because we are two hit points. Not necessarily our name or our network, but I want to make it so that we all work together to form a Twitch network. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the Twitch channels that are successful, like the Game Goons. The networks. King, King mm-hmm. I'm a big King of Fighters fan. I was going to tell King of Fighters for you, but there's no time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but um, I'm a big King of Fighters fan. The Game Goons are big King of Fighters people, and they banded together with that. And so they run their stream separately with everybody. But there's like big names in that, like uh, Hell Pockets, for example, who's a big mm-hmm. KOF mm-hmm. commentator. Mm-hmm. Involved with the game goons as well, um, but I want to really, really push to push a network, a Twitch network, out of people we know, people who are interested in the medium, and as someone, as two people who are now experienced in the medium, you know, I'm, I'm always looking for uh, new angles, you know. So. Yeah, Mike is fantastic at every. I, I want to say everything behind the scenes. We were laughing mm-hmm. about that on the way over here at how <laughs> Mike throws me in. The games in front of the camera and all of that kind of stuff. And behind the scenes, he's, let me adjust the sound. Let me reach out to this channel. Let me reach out to this person. Let me tell them, hey, we're streaming. We're live. Or this, 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 this. And I'm just sitting there on the camera smiling, looking stupid. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you, you put out so. the links and everything. And, and you're much more so. We were just talking about how we're in yin and yang. Right. As a, as a, as a group. As, mm-hmm. as a couple. But, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Sorry for those of you that aren't watching the video here. There's a thing during streams where he'll always like touch my arms and I'll start running. Yeah, Mike does not like to be because I'm like an Aspie or something. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> my apologies to anyone who actually has Asperger's disease. <laughs> not, not, not making light of that. Deep laugh. Okay. Lost my train of thought. Well, no, no, no. That makes yeah. that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And the thing is that we kind of. Um, uh, the thing is that is really cool is that that's kind of the thing I'm trying to build with sure. podcasting as well. Mm-hmm. So we need to have this is this is behind the scenes moment. 
Right. We working now. We working now. We working. This this is we're gonna have to 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 talk and build because this is what I'm trying to do with podcasting. And then I actually got the guys, um, Bar Theory Podcast. They're coming in after you guys leave. They're we're making a new push to to launch their podcast. Right. Okay. This this upcoming week, hopefully, crossing fingers. Okay. Because they're actually, I, I the two of them together and. Their occasional guests mm-hmm. are phenomenal, and they talk about current events and politics and things. Right, but that's what I want to build is just to start to to get like minded people who can share energy, and everybody who's trying to do something creative put together. Right, right. and I really enjoy that. And cool. the fact that you guys are trying to do this with Twitch as well sure. is super dope. And it's just like cool. I have this bomb ass camera that I haven't like been using and oh, I was right. like I want to get that involved right. I want to get streaming stuff up and yep. cool. there is there is a money aspect I mean until you're until you're popular you can't really monetize sure. things right. as much as you want to um, Twitch is an interesting place I've seen a yeah. lot my biggest experiences with Twitch honestly are watching the YouTube videos uh-huh. of people who have streamed and That's done fair. something crazy right usually you yeah you gotta go Above and beyond, or just take your time and just build it. Yep. I hate to be that guy, but the beer has run through me. So oh yeah. Head to the <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was go gonna ahead. give a great spiel about the how Twitch does their whole bit system, but that will have to wait for after I leave the little boys' room. I apologize. There you go. <laughs> that, so you guys can talk about uh, Greek stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this this is what I want to. Um, this is what I like about virtual dumbness. Right. Is I don't want it to just be kind of doesn't have to be standardized like that no it doesn't one have to be standardized and two i would like to to give information to get people interested in things right so giving the behind the scenes of this is kind of how you get into it this is how you start making it yep i had a conversation on our last podcast at the end of season three which was with comedian lonnie i uh, talked about awesome, him earlier by the way <laughs> he um me and him really got into the nitty-gritty of hey you have this push of success on Instagram and YouTube and you've gone viral a number of times right. on the world star right. you've done this. What do you do? Like what what how hard is it to get in this? Because everybody will see like the the big guys, the the fuck Aries, of course. the, the yeah. fat Jew, the, yeah. those those big YouTube stars or people who have made it to that next level like Academics and right. uh, Scotty Beeman right. and uh, shout out to Spellman and all these other people and they will have done they've made it but people don't know how how to get started right and people don't know what it takes right and sometimes it's really not that difficult it's really it's just do it don't be scared to do it just go ahead and start doing it this podcast is a great example of. I loved podcasts from the time before the the name podcast was yeah, created. Because now it's huge. Now it's huge. Right. Now all the big boys are playing. But you still, the greatest part about it is, yes, they have a marketing machine, but you have damn near the same shot they do as making it. If you right. make good, consistent, interesting content. Yes. And you don't, you truly, PJ, you don't have to have, you don't have to have $1,000 equipment. You don't have to have all of that stuff. It really just... Start doing, start doing, and talking about something that you want like. something. Yeah, just want, start like, doing it. Whatever you have, just start like, doing it. I've seen people start podcasts with like 
straight up like Apple headphone and microphones. I've seen people take an iPhone and they have little microphones that will plug into the lightning port. Yep. And sit on top with yep. one mic pointed this way, one pointed this way, and they will stand their phone up. Yep. Start a podcast. There it's it's easy it's easy to do. You put it on anchor and all of a sudden you're a podcast. Yep. Like I have been lucky. I had a background, some background in audio and video engineering okay. from high school, just TV production class. Let's not go nuts here. I took two TV production classes. You understand how to separate streams of audio. Exactly. <laughs> and I, the rest was Google University because mm-hmm. it was all in Google. And the stuff I didn't know how to do. The microphone I'm talking to you guys on right now, I bought sophomore year of college. And still going strong. Still surprisingly. All right. It still it, it never worked out of one side, so you gotta kinda record mono. It's weird. Right. But this microphone has gone through hell high water and moves. <laughs> and okay. recorded five championship step show audios. Oh in okay. it. And now every podcast, now that Yeti, and this was something we talked about before we got on camera. Is that Yeti? It's kind of pissed me off with the the the, the, the USB the, the, U, USB the way the USB work, thing, which is it's odd. Look it up. It's just just type in USB signature Yeti and Blue Pro. Yeti, yeah, Blue Yeti, and. You know, you'll, you'll see the issues that I that I ran the, into. The best part of PJ setup, though, if anyone at um, if you've done any research about doing um about doing podcasts or any sort of audio recording, you the internet is full of the internet's full of elitists that will push you to get the best of everything. Oh yeah, and you really don't need that. No. So we're running this whole setup off of USB mics, which the internet will try to tell you USB mics in such a way are. Oh, it's, it's good to start with, but eventually you want to get the inline mics with all this, and you don't. You really you don't, don't have to. I'm pushing for that because I want to move to eight mic setups and stuff like that. And so when you get That's to, the benefit of that. When you get beyond three or four, right. it gets a little rocky. Right. But who needs an eight mic setup when, Unless when you are a professional out? podcaster on the level of... You got people coming in. You have a yep. syndicate. You know what I mean? It, it's like... We have some ideas of stuff we want to do with the podcast that are live events and stuff like that. And that's why and we need And then you need in line. Then but until that. then, USB uh, mics are fine for mostly everybody. And shotgun off the top of your, your camera. Mm-hmm. You don't need a DSLR, honestly. You can use your iPhone for the for beginnings. Yes. There's a guy. Um, he's uh, His name is Chris Ramsey. He's a YouTube magician. He's fucking phenomenal, actually. And hmm. he has really good, really... And, but. That's not even what his channel is about. His channel is about solving puzzles. So he buys these really expensive puzzles off the internet. Okay. He, the thing I loved about him is that he put in the description of it all his videos. This is the camera I use. The equipment, the yes. The mic I use. Yes. This, and he puts, and they're probably Amazon affiliate links. So if you buy it, he gets a oh, little sure. kickback. Five, five cents. Five cents, something, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing major. Right. But I did click on it. His camera's a $7,500 camera with a $1,500 lens. And then this and this. And I'm like, his videos look immaculate. Of course. He's been at it for a long time. Right. And that's not where he started. That's not where anybody starts unless you just... Unless you're fire festival, truth be told, <laughs> right? oh, truth be told, you, oh, get, no, truth be told you get good results if you more so study the craft that you want to do. Mm-hmm. So if you jump into it Research some stuff, learn it, um, and I'll plug this quickly, and then we'll keep going. Um, 
used to do photography back in the day, stopped when I got to college, couldn't afford a camera because I just did not have a thousand dollars. Yeah. Got back into it at twenty <laughs> got back into it at twenty sixteen. That was a burp. And um <laughs> got back into it at twenty sixteen and was like, you know what, to refresh myself, I'm going to grind through YouTube University. Mm-hmm. In the two years since I've started that, it has grown substantially. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to have the three $4,000 cameras. I don't have to have three $4,000 lens. I've been making everything work with just about all of my equipment except for one of my cameras cost less than $1,000. And yeah. it's easy. It, it's doable. The it's camera doable. that I have here. Just I know up, the craft. I got, I got a bonus last year, thank goodness. Right. And hey. <laughs> How about this year? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> bonus time ain't, ain't coming up yet. You but, sound like the higher ups at my job, yeah. <laughs> which means no. For those of you at home listening to this, but um, so I was able to pick up this camera off Amazon. It was a deal. It came body lens and microphone. Right. It was like a videographer setup, and it came with an extra memory card. Cool. So I, I copped, and I was like, I'm gonna learn and how then, to use this. Right. I'm gonna play with this. I'm gonna learn right. how to use it. Cool. And then getting back into YouTube stuff. Um, I, I I may or may not not saying I did not saying you should get bootleg software mm-hmm. to edit things on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can edit that out. Edit that out later. But, uh, <laughs> Maybe saying, I haven't done anything. Learn my stuff. Learn the best way you can. <laughs> exactly. Use all the advantages you have afforded to you and the internet because there are a lot of people yeah. online that are made very successful whose software was given to them exactly it was it was gifted donation exactly when you're broke like Ooh. you'll eventually buy that software later you will because oh, yeah. So you won't have to deal with the headache. You want to deal with the headache of dealing with bootleg software. Yep. I I do appreciate, and I shout them out every once in a while, at least once a season, is a company that makes Mac software called Rogue Amoeba. And they make make the um, software I record on. It's Mm -hmm. called Audio Hijack. Okay. um, And it was like 50 bucks for like three licenses. That's not bad. And it's very visual. You can... That's not bad. I was able to add the, the microphone input in like a minute and a half. Right. And just drag it in there and make it you can record right. separately and one track together. It's dope. I cool. love I love That's a, actually a perfect way. Too cool. bad I don't have Max because I would actually use something like that. Well and that's the the other thing. Now to, to kind of get us back to gaming. Yeah. Um I have a Mac. My work PC is a developer laptop. Mm-hmm. Um oh. but the problem is I can install stream. Or Steam, uh-huh. Jesus, I sound like a uh-huh. fucking noob there, but um, <laughs> I can install Steam, but not necessarily some of the stuff that goes with the game that needs to install. Will not run on a Mac. It will not run on a yeah. Mac, and it won't run my like my computer, my work computer is too locked down to run it. Right. Uh, System wise, it could run it. It's the 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 stuff they disabled that right. not allowed. Of to course, install you can't libraries. install any additional libraries on there. Exactly. Not so that's why it pissed me off because I downloaded uh, PUBG because I was like, oh, I can play PUBG in the hotel at night and right. nobody will care. So oh, be and they stopped work. you? And they stopped me. Ugh. Same thing with Fortnite. Same Ugh. thing with Apex Legends. Ugh. Actually, I need to try Apex Legends because it's not necessarily a different platform. I'm going to give it a shot. Give sure. it. That's try why it. I waited till I, I got home to install it on my Xbox. So, right. Sure. So, question. Sure. So, Questions. Consoles. 
What do you guys have? Huh. Wait, 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 oh. wait, wait. You just said a bad word there. You said the oh. word console around a PC gamer. <laughs> oh, God. You might have to no, I'm not, that, I'm not that guy. You I'm not going to apologize I'm not be that to the guy. master race here. So <laughs> hold on. So let me say this. Uh, I said it. <laughs> now he's like slightly hesitant. This is no, no. So him. Let me ask you guys. What type of consoles do you have? Oh. Right. I said the console right. word twice. I said it too. Oh my god! He said the c word. <laughs> c word to a PC gamer. So I am a, and I'm gonna march over him. He's looking at me. See? I am. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. For those of you not watching the video, he's staring at me disapprovingly, shaking his head. <laughs> he might attack me as soon as I turn my back. Um, I am actually a dedicated, loyal PC gamer. Um, it started when I started with. Uh, the first console I was really loyal to was the PlayStation 1, because mm-hmm. you guys, PS3 and PS2 here. I had a PS1. I never got a 3. But um, I, me, my brother wanted a Dreamcast. Dreamcast was kind of dying a slow, painful death. Unfortunately. That was a so, good time. <laughs> ouch. So, poor Sonic. So um, Power Stone. Oh, yeah. Power Stone? I remember Power, <laughs> we used to have Power Stone parties. Yes. We'd all Power this. Stone or Goldeneye was always yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. It was all you were gonna have a good time. Yeah, Ooh, boy, those are the good old days, the glory days for yeah. those of you that are younger kids. That know of them. <laughs> Halo. No, <laughs> <laughs> he said the H word too. It's all kinds of buzzword profanity. Anyway, but I got a um, PS instead of a Dreamcast. King of Fighters being one of the first titles I got into. Um, from there, because King of Fighters, as of the most recent one, is a PS4 exclusive, now released on Steam finally, but the netcode isn't great. I am a dedicated, dedicated loyal PC. Uh, uh, oh, God. I am, a dedicated, Try again. <laughs> I am a dedicated loyal console gamer. Yep. I said PC game. You did initially. <laughs> I, I saw that. And I was like, "Good for you." There was a proud nod from the there peanut was. gallery, and I'll tell you all why I nodded. <laughs> yeah, I'll let there. him get to that part. Go for um, it. But okay. then, all of a sudden, something happened. What happened, Justin? So, like, part of my problem is I build I build my PCs. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, the answer the answer PJ's question: consoles. I've had just about all of them, with the exception of PS2 and PS1. Um, okay. But every other one I've typically had. I don't. I didn't buy an Xbox One because I kind of saw the writing on the wall, Woo. and that's that Microsoft is going to kind of shift most of their stuff off of just Xbox and put on Xbox and PC. Bingo. And sure enough, that's what happened. Bingo. Because um, if you have a PC, you pretty much have an Xbox One that's super powered. Better. Um, right. But um, so to answer Mike's kind of segue, Mike got into PC gaming because I build my computers for the most part. Um, I will build it from ground up, case, motherboard, all of that stuff. When I, whenever I build a new one, I don't like toss the old one out. Mm-hmm. And so me and Mike were starting on this Twitch adventure, and I'm like, you know what? I feel like I want Mike to be able to do stuff at his home as well. So when I built my latest computer, I was like, I'm just going to give my old one to him. And that way he has something at home that he can stream off of. Yeah. And from then on, every time I see good sales on PC games, I'm always either buying them and sending the code to Mike or sending the link to Mike like, hey, buy this. Bingo. We're going to play this next week. And then we get um, solo streams. Right. And that's how we end up doing a lot more solo streams once Mike got the computer at home and set up. Um, so, yeah, no, I would do console gaming if and only if there is an either A exclusive or there's something that my friends are playing on console. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, then I'll do that. For example, Apex, which we're going to get on in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Mike played it on, we played it on PC most of the time. And then my little brother calls me this morning and says, 
Justin, have you heard of Apex Legends? Yeah. And I was like, say less. <laughs> and I went downstairs and um, installed it on my PS4. <laughs> Just because I'm like, more people to play with. I'll play with my little brother and them on PS4, and then I have it on there. So cool. I'll play I'm anything, really but hoping, PC is the most. I'm really hoping they do cross-platform sometimes. PC and Xbox, I think, have it. There you go. But okay. Sony yeah. does not like cross-platform stuff, and they've been very, very adamant. Well, that's, about that's because they're winning. Yeah, right now. Well, so. but they're very adamant about keeping. Especially since I heard that a uh, Superman game—I mean, not Superman, Spider-Man game—fantastic. Yeah, they don't—they don't, they don't yeah, want to share know, anything. One thing I heard that was interesting about that game: a lot of people said it didn't age well because oh. once you kind of get through it once, and then I think they have some DLC coming through and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but it doesn't necessarily yeah. warrant like another additional playthroughs. That's something I, as a casual gamer, I said it. I said another C word there. As a casual gamer, I'm more so enjoying the games that are like Apex Legends, mm-hmm. that are very much so... The plugs. <laughs> Shameless plug. But have you ever heard anyone go back and redo any of the Batman Arkham games? Like, once you play through them once, you're oh, kind of done. Hell no. It's and that's too, all Spider-Man is. It's too much because for those True. types of games, right. it's such a big undertaking as far as what happens in the story mm-hmm. and how the story changes the landscape. Whereas games that are like these Battle Royale games recently, and Overwatch, stuff like that. Payday, you can hop into those missions countless times. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go through these emotional ups and downs because we as 30-year-old men who have jobs that are a little yeah. stressful, yeah. that can be a lot, you know? You're right. trying, I was trying to play uh, Crisis 3 a few years ago, and they start now and they're telling me, like, what's going on? I played no Crisis before, and I'm like, this is too heavy, and I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about RPG games a lot. Uh, I can see that. I, the Mass Effect was like... What am I doing? Yeah, here? I can see that. Too many decisions. I can see that. Oh, but like, I watched. I watched my my roommate play it like I was watching a movie. So <laughs> that's about like I don't have to think about it. I just let him go through. It. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ass Effect is great. <laughs> As a, Ass Creed. <laughs> well. My brother loves both those games. By the way. How? Uh, okay. He's he's that kind of gamer. He he loved NASCAR growing up. He's that kind of guy. He likes. Oh. Just that kind of steady stuff. He was a fan, he's a really great fencer as well. Um, he just likes the steady kind of stuff. But um, yeah, yeah. I bet there will be a dope VR fencing game at some point. It's coming. I'm more, I guarantee you, it's, it's coming. Fire. Don't worry. I'm ready for the the boxing stuff has been okay, but I'm more ready for like a good boxing. There, boxing there's going to be good fighting games coming soon. I also can't yeah. wait till one day we're at like the. Ready Player One Oasis level of it's coming. VR. <laughs> it's coming. And then I then I want them to rehash uh, Mirror's Edge. <laughs> so everyone can get sick and throw up in I the living room. I thought they already did that and it was kind of like, eh. But you know, the, the, we're slowly approaching that point. Kind of picking up on the tech stuff too. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole appeal of the Oculus Go. Mm-hmm. It's not so much for the gaming component. Okay. It's literally so people can sit in their beds like this and just watch Netflix. Oh, I yep. thought like right, with the screen on. You know? said sit in your beds. I was like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. It's a family show. Hold on. I'm, it's not. Look, truth be, I, I, truth I, be told, if you click yeah. that explicit button, look right. If they want a little history, I apologize in advance for opening Pandora's box. No, I'm gonna close it quickly. No, no, no. If, if history, if anyone remembers HD DVD yep. versus Blu-ray back in the late 2000s, say 2008, 2009 era, HD DVD doesn't exist anymore for one reason. Because those industries decided to go with Blu-ray instead of HD DVD, and as a result, one is huge now, and that's why Blu-ray exists. Uh, yep, it's the same reason VHS went over, went out over Betamax. Yep, 
And but they, they, they and so aged the shit out of my soul. VR, VR has adopted it, and as a result, VR is not going anywhere. Yep. <laughs> anywhere. Anywhere. There's yeah. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I think we've we've danced around it enough. Let's do it. Apex, Apex Legends. Legends. So this is a like I said, it's an EA title. Yep. The homie HR Paper Stacks said, "Hey." Get up in this game. It's gonna be something special. And then I was pleasantly surprised. There was a um I listened to another podcast. Mm-hmm. No shame. I, I I mean I shout them talk about them. Of all course. The time. Of course. Flagrant two. And they have a Discord for their Patreon. Mm-hmm. And I just said a lot of words that you guys, if you don't if you're not heavy into the podcast community you and the know tech scene and everything, you I'm have gonna, no idea what Patreon, I'm gonna, Discord. I'm gonna translate here. So <laughs> So, <laughs> Patreon is a way that people crowdfund their, yep. for example, YouTube channels. Yep. Ever since YouTube changed their, I just heard something. Ever since YouTube changed their funding model, Discord is actually a place where people can kind of um, unify, organize, and talk about a topic. Normally, it is, I think, 100%. It's like a video game. Mm-hmm. Typically. I'm big on the uh, Death Stranding Discord. I had so, to say Death Stranding and King um, of Fighters at least once in this. I'm going to say King of Fighters again. King of Fighters. King of Fighters again. Because it's uh, I'm a big King of Fighters mark. But that's what Discord is. That's what Patreon is. That was my segue. Yep. So on their Discord, they have a video game channel. They have several channels underneath theirs. Okay. Um, one of them is on gaming. And it was cool to see them, like people embracing Apex Legends already. Yeah. Yep. And I, the thing is, I'm happy I'm getting in early to Apex Legends because it just launched last week. Last week. BJ, yep. this seven days ago, this game didn't exist. Yep. No one had Correct. ever heard of it. They and did a live stream last week. Yeah. Where they kind of revealed it, and everyone thought it was going to be Titanfall three. Turns right. out to be Apex, well, and hear, it shoots upwards. Did you hear why they did it that way though? Did you hear why they did the release so crash like that? So, uh, Jason Schreier of Kotaku Split Screen. I'm sorry to push, shout out another podcast or podcast. Go for it. I thought about that. I was like, oh. No, no, no. I'm all, no, 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 I'm all okay. about I have no podcast beef with anybody. Cool. Sounds good. Um, he's been, he's really, really, if you want to follow a game journalist that's really big on the pulse of things, he's really great. He gets some hate for some stuff, but, you know, whatever. New York City, I guess. But um, he was following the, the Titanfall 3 trail, and it led him to Apex Legends. And so he's like, well, they were going to do Titanfall 3, mm-hmm. but because it had the same engine as 2, they were going to release it before PS5 became like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Over the next gen became a big because Xbox is included in that. I apologize. Um, it's okay. But because it was so dated and too similar to 2, and the Battle Royale craze is great for all those you know data mining processes that it's so good at, mm-hmm. they decided in... Don't laugh. <laughs> they decided to say conspiracy theories. Flat Earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, look into it. Shots Eddie Bravo. But um, they, oh, they decided. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> something we will not condone on this podcast. <laughs> I asked you before. I said, what can I not VR <laughs> porn, fine. <laughs> Flat Earthing, no. Sounds good. Shots to Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's about to get traded three more times. Oh. He's about to be a Nick, but he, that's a whole other Either story. a Nick or Laker. Oh, he's the Brandon Marshall of the uh, NBA. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, ooh, I just said a bunch of really awful stuff. That's it's okay. Okay. My ears got warm. It's okay. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> As but I was attempting Apex. to say before. <laughs> so 
um, instead of releasing Titanfall 3 or working on Titanfall 3 because it was too close to Titanfall 2 and also too close to the PS5 thing, they decided to do a Battle Royale game which became Apex Legends. The reason why they actually opted to launch it with so little notice is because of all the heat with all the microtransactions from uh, Battlefront. So mm-hmm. it was Battlefront. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, okay. So Respawn recently became kind of like involved and directly tied to and bought by EA. Mm-hmm. EA has heat on them as is. As opposed to us saying, hey, we have a game that's a battle royale, free to play, freemium, you can buy loot boxes. We're just going to throw it out there and say, hey, listen, try it, tell us how you feel, mm-hmm. and we'll work with you. Yep. It's been extremely successful. 10 million players like, later. <laughs> and I feel like EA has gotten smarter. Like, I feel like because oh, yeah. the microtransaction <laughs> thing had hit EA with Battlefield, yep. it hit 2K. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it, hit, it, hit, it hit FIFA yeah. and people are rising up to it and that's why they didn't do it as much and they, they really muted it with um, live because okay. you can you can play through live and just earn your shit okay. and that's what I enjoyed about it but shit I should play live then I should stop playing 2K <laughs> I'm sick uh, of grinding for VC I'm uh, telling you it's, it's, uh, you can you get it, it. And then they've had some really cool like, um, cross, they've had some really cool partnerships with like Bape and uh, our uh, other like design still firms around? and artists. Yeah, holy they, shit! And they had some really dope. They had some really dope shit, which was really wow, cool. interesting. Um, and so that's why I've and they've gotten away from the microtransactions. Some eh. they right. got to make money. I understand that, right? But you also are, are charging seventy dollars a game. I'm telling you, Amen. each one. But this, I so. Impressions on Apex Legends. I yep. I, mm-hmm. I went out and bought a headset specifically for this. Okay. Oh well, wait a minute. Okay, well I'll let you finish. Yeah, go ahead. And then I'll, I'll let you take next mic. I bought a headset specifically for this because right. it, it. I realized, oh, now I actually have to work with people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I like it though. Like I can't be mad at it. Right. Like right. it puts you on a team. You're not just one guy out there running around. Right. And. It's it doesn't have the the game modes that Fortnite does or PUBG does, but right, not yet. It's damn fun. I yeah, not yet. Yeah, you not can yet. tell. You know, Trust, it's coming. It's coming. Oh, it's yeah. coming because people are getting into it, and it's interesting, man. Like, I yeah. it doesn't feel like and getting into it now. Mm-hmm. Like Fortnite, I feel like I walk in and I have disadvantages a glory because yeah, you can't build as fast as the rest of these other twelve year olds. No. <laughs> Can't build as fast. Shout out to preteens. <laughs> Can't. Oh God! It's just like when you get on to if you get if you stay up too late playing like Call of Duty. And oh then man, be careful! And Korea wakes up, Ooh. and then you're done. <laughs> like, you, were, you might as well log off. You were kill leader five games straight. That's now it. you're last. What uh, happened? <laughs> they woke up. Korea woke up. I uh, got to all my Koreans out there. <laughs> so I'm telling you, man, it, and it, it's. But I, I legit had fun. I almost won the second game I was in. Um, I feel like man. you, you strategize right, work with people right, and a little bit of luck, and you. That first win's gonna feel great. Trust me, it's, it's gonna feel great. <laughs> it's gonna feel great. And I've I've had some good times with it so, so far. What's your impressions, Mike? Okay, so what I was going to say about Apex Legends, and it's actually going to directly, I guess it's going to conflict with what you had just said. I apologize. Go um, for it. Don't want to step on anyone's no, 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 no. lilacs is... in their home, you know? 
It's about it's about mm-hmm. opposing opinions. Okay, cool. Everybody, you want to hear it from all sides. So I agree with you that communication is really important with Apex Legends. But one of the best things that they did in Apex Legends was they added that ping system. And so with the ping system, if you hit the right bumper, shout out to consoles. If you hit the right <laughs> bumper, what, what key is that on PC? Don't worry about it. Keep going. Z. <laughs> is it tab? Don't, don't worry about it. Keep going. One. You hit the five. Page down. Don't worry, don't worry about it. <laughs> How's it feel to shoot five gum? Anyway, um, <laughs> if you hit the right bumper, you can actually tell people, hey, here's this armor. And then Justin was saying, like, he can, I don't know how to play the game per se, but he was like, he was like I can see what armor you have, so I can recommend higher armor. Right. And I wasn't using the ping system. We were talking because we were actually streaming on Twitch TV slash Justin Link, Justin with an E, Link with a one. Yeah, you can actually hit start and then see your teammates, what equipment they have. Okay. And what level it is, so it works, yeah. Perfect. So you can actually recommend higher loot with the mm-hmm. ping system by just hitting that right, right, right bumper. In addition, you can also tell people where to go. You can tell people when you see enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it kind of eliminates the need. It has in their UI or their interface. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use acronyms too much. It uh, actually allows you to understand a lot of information about what you're supposed to be doing and who's telling you to do it. Um, they also have very colorful, very different character personalities, as well as, um, and Justin was saying, I'm going to steal your point here. Oh, right, go ahead, man. Um, it's kind of, it has heroes with different abilities, like Overwatch does. But Overwatch, in the meta, everyone's very overpowered, which I love. Mm-hmm. But for Apex Legends, the powers are kind of humble. So you can use them, and they're definitely to your advantage, but the core mechanic of the game of, hey... I need to pay attention as I run around this ever-closing space. You know, you're, you can still you still have to focus on just shooting people. You know, which that sounds terrible outside of the gaming space. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it doesn't do too much to distract from the core mechanic of we have to keep moving inwards and we have to make sure we're watching out for people to fight. The impressions I have. Um, yeah. I have played, again, every Battle Royale that's typically on the scene. Sure has. Um, remember, we played PUBG for a minute. I'm and gonna, it was super hardcore, which I'm, I like. I'm going to cut you off. Ridley, the Devils just won against the Hurricanes 3-2. Congrats, <laughs> sir. So Congrats. We played, we played PUBG for a minute. It's rare. They're, 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 they are one in five. One, five, and one in the last like seven. Good grief. It's Jesus Christ. That's terrible. Taylor Hall was hurt. He's there. He was the MVP last year. Oh, I would do it. But um, keep going. In the time that we played, P- in the time that we played PUBG, mm-hmm. um, we had fun with it, Mike, because we did. We we would. That was the time period where we actually ran two computers in the same house. You remember that? You had fun with it? Oh, whatever. No, <laughs> I, no, no. That was town of Salem. That was town of Salem. We did that. We did oh, that town, too. That was awesome. We got to do but that. But so again. we, we um with PUBG, we had a good time. PUBG was super hardcore. Um, and then so after PUBG, we met, after PUBG we ended up messing with Fortnite for a while. Mm-hmm. Fortnite, great game, really enjoy it. Um, what helped me like Fortnite more is winning in it sometimes. Uh-huh. <laughs> like just truth be told. Um, there which was, on PC is extremely hard. There was one day where we were having a lot of technical issues with the internet. And we literally started, we normally start streaming every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Right. Eastern Standard Time. Right. We started around 11 something. I was like packing up to go home. And we said, we're going to do one game. One game. He does Fortnite. One game of Fortnite and wins. And he won. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, all wins. right, we're done. Click. <laughs> we ended the stream immediately. Um, well, Fortnite's biggest issue is something that Mike picked up on 
is that when you add other parts into a game, other elements into a game to make yours special, mm-hmm. if it takes away from what the actual goal is, you lose that appeal. Fortnite, if you the better builder wins the game yep. most times. So no matter how good aim you have with every other gun in the game, if this kid can build an apartment complex faster than you can, <laughs> fuck, you're going to lose. Yep. <laughs> you're going to lose. Sweet condo, bro. Uh, you know what I mean? So what Apex did was force the team mechanic by making you jump out with your teammates. Yep. You have to actually hit a button that notifies other people that you've split off. Bingo. Yep. So you're forced to roll with your squad. The ping that the ping thing that you mentioned, I was waiting to see if you um if you worded it this way, but sure. the way the ping system works is if you don't like talking to your teammates, you can still tell them new, useful information mm-hmm. so without I, having to say a word to them. I didn't want to say it that way, but yes. Oh yeah. No, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that's you don't have to say a word to them and you can you can do that. And then at the end of the day, the powers are definitely not over the top. Right. They help, but they don't break the game. At the end of the day, if you have good aim with your gun, you will probably end up winning the team fight if you know how to run for cover and duck. And the one that doesn't get mentioned a lot, blackout mode from, um, Call of Duty, from the latest Call of Duty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it took what PUBG was and made it AAA. Um, but the problem with blackout mode is it's still Call of Duty where three or four bullets and you're dead. Yep. So imagine if you spend 10 minutes running around, you think you got some good stuff, and somebody gets to jump on you, boom, 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 you're dead. Pop, pop, pop. You're going to stop playing that game pretty quickly. Yep. Apex, you can take quite a bit of bullets before you die. You have a chance to run away, hide, and heal. And I like you run away, hide, and heal, get revived. Correct. And actually be respawned Correct. at some point back in the game. It's not easy. Yeah. So it, they didn't make it super easy, so you're always popping back in. Right. But... You can get respawned back in the game. So you're not so just you're not dead just, after one time. That's the thing that killed me about Fortnite. It's yep. like, okay, I died. If if I die early, now I'm sitting here for 20 minutes or 15, 16 watching minutes. Watching my squad Watching struggle. my squad do whatever is going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. That's what I enjoyed about mm-hmm. Apex Legends. And so it was pretty cool to me. I, oh, yeah. I've put my seal of I'm going to keep playing this oh, absolutely. for a little while because absolutely. I enjoyed playing this and right. I don't feel like I feel like everybody's in the learning curve not just just kind of like ultra lost in the sauce and, and everybody's okay. ultra dominant like right. I feel yeah. happens in, I feel like I, I came in super late to PUBG yeah. and I feel like I came in too late to Fortnite here's the other thing I've always been a first or third person shooter guy right okay. um, starting with GoldenEye Moving up to even Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark. <laughs> Golden Night Two. Right. Very, very long days and nights in the Morehouse com- Science Computer. Okay. Yep. Computer Science Lab <laughs> okay. playing Counter Strike. Yeah. Actually the I Godfather. missed I was the the, the long standing Unreal Tournament guy. So Okay. Okay. God, that's a, that was All a right. Great. That was high school. Oh, man, I love that. Was that was okay. that was the first PC I built. Yeah, that was, was Unreal Tournament running okay. that, and then it morphed into Counter Strike. There was nothing like capture the flag on those on the stage with the two big areas yep. and that little bitty bridge in between. Yep, man, oh, fantastic. good times for headball. Cool. So <laughs> that's why I enjoy these, and they're they're simple enough to play. Yep, without dedicating, like you don't feel like you. Have to play like with story mode on some of the like on Battlefield. I feel like okay, I'm just going to resign my 48 hours to this to being here to figure to finish to this. Finish this, this story is, about something. I can hop in for an hour, play two, three games, four or five games, hop out. Cool. Yep. I have fun. 
keep it moving. Yep. It's like Mario Kart. Yep. Like you put, you put you put in Mario Kart, you and your homeboys, you had a great time. Yep. You moved on. It's that pickup and play mentality. It's, yeah, it's it perfect. And that's why um I'm I'm enjoying it. Also, did you see the Mario Kart some type of iteration of it is coming to the iPhone? Mario Kart uh there is a Mario Kart coming to the iPhone that's coming to mobile. Yep, because um, Fire Emblem's already on there. Yep. Nintendo's pushing a lot of their things on mobile, I, and it's it's interesting. And I think all it does is make you want to buy a Switch more. That's all. <laughs> that's, that, that's the whole game plan is exactly. to force people to buy Switches. Exactly, yeah. and it's still like a pre-owned Switch is still two eighty, dude. If the Switch was four hundred, even it's people would complain, it, but they buy it. There is a di- there's a clear difference, but there's there's a guy in our group. Who kept down this? Talking about Sam, kept down in the switch over and over and over and over. It's wait, not wait, as wait, strong as this is. Wait, wait, you can't bury the lead. What is Sam's Twitch name? No, I'm screen? not. Nope, not doing that. <laughs> not doing that. Can I? Can I do it? Hey, you want to? I'm not. Mm-mm. Okay, so my buddy Uh-oh. Sam, um, his <laughs> Twitch name is Surprise Abortion 1985. Wow. <laughs> and all we say is good luck growing it, buddy. The internet is a you know, he told me yesterday, he was like, man, I'm having a hard time growing followers. No, I wonder why. So, but he downed the switch constantly, and then he got one. And there was a period, like a week when he was quiet about it. And then afterwards, he was like, yeah, this system's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. My friend went on a trip to Thailand, and he was like, I took my switch with me. Wow. And Busted it out the entire time. I was like, wow. dude, that's that's fire. It <laughs> is hands down. Wow. Paul, I mean, PJ, you, I'm telling you. I know. <laughs> I, I, damn, I knew it was going to happen once. That's number two. I told you, Lloyd, I didn't share face. Straight up, you're going to be, there's a period of time before you're like, all right, let's, get, let's give it a shot. Let's see. Mm-hmm. And after, I will give you maybe a week, you're going to be like, how in the hell did I gain before this system existed? Wow. <laughs> well, hey, well, there's a King of Fighters on Switch. Which one is on Switch? It's coming. Well, actually, all of them except for 13 and 14. Okay, because 98, we played 98. N- literally years. 93 up until 2002 were on there. See, if they have King of Fighters, I'm happy. The only one that's <laughs> not on there besides 13, 14 is um, 2002 Ultimate. Which is my favorite King of Fighters everybody. out of all of <laughs> so, the entirety of King of Fighters. But they're coming. They're all coming. Just easy to play. Correct. It's, it's easy to hop in and enjoy. Yep. And yep. people are really enjoying it. Yeah. And I think that that gaming fun, fun and fundamental has been preached throughout a lot of the things because people see it's not about the epic title necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's the pick up, play, and enjoy because people don't necessarily have the time in their lives right. to dedicate right. toward things but you can pick up and play a game of Fortnite, PUBG, right. Apex Legends in right. minutes. In minutes you can pick up have on your commute with uh if you if you take the bus or a train or anything yep. or a couple minutes of downtime pick up a switch and play with it. Yep. Mobile gaming was big into that because yep. basically you can just play and keep moving. Yep. yep. And I think that is super important to to recognize is where we're going. Yes. So um, too many too many developers went out of business during the PS3 360 time frame because they tried to make these huge games. Perfect graphics, perfect story, and perfect people didn't graphics. buy it. Everybody yeah. wanted to be God of War. Correct. And right. not everybody Correct. can be God of War. Even though my one beef with God of War is that EA, I don't know if it was EA or another company, but it was a 360 title. Okay. Dante's Inferno. Um, yes. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I already knew I where you were going. Whoa. Loved that damn game, whoa. and it will never see another. You piece are now of the second person I know that loves that game. That's I incredible. 
Ivan loves loved it. that game. That seems like an Ivan game. And I hated it. Shout out to Ivan. <laughs> I absolutely Alex. loved that game. Right. And the community may hate me for it, but I don't care. First off, I'm a I'm a nerd, so I knew Dante's Inferno. Right. The lore but, behind it is great. But and it just being able to play through it was yeah. was, was yeah. fun. And it was it was definitely a response to God of War. Like clearly big it time. was quick time big events time. and big fantasy characters, but have to play, pay respects. Press <laughs> have to pay respects. Exactly. It was it was just a lot of fun. Okay. So but I think that I think we had some good conversations here, guys. I think so too. Sounds um, good. we had a great music, a great um, tech, a great video game conversations, yep. exposing everybody what Twitch is. Yep. Um Go ahead, give you guys socials and everything. Not social security numbers, but social media <laughs> accounts. No, <laughs> I actually handle those for my job now because I did the F bar. So I'm like, well, I don't want to know these people's social security numbers. It's like, ugh. So don't come after me because I don't have them memorized. I'm there sorry. you go. So go ahead, give those out. Oh, tell the people where they can find you. All right, so I guess I'll go first then. Yep. Yeah, I bet it. Look this way. So first off, I'm going to shout out the Twitch channel. So our channel, it's Twitch TV. You can search that on Google. Google's trying to get away from the URLs. So, but um, but we're on Twitch TV slash Justin Link. So Justin has an E, and then Link instead of the the I, it has a one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and spell it out for the people. J U S T E N L one N K. Hi. A little rhythm there, right? <laughs> oh. I might, I might do stuff like this on the regular, maybe. Check us out on the stream if you like what you heard. Um, you can actually follow me personally on Instagram and Twitter. Both are the same name. It's Mike M I K E, full F U L L black B L A C K, and I'm that on Instagram and Twitter. If you actually get to me on Instagram or Twitter, you can actually get a link to the Twitch stream from there. I yep. also give notif- notifications whenever we go live as well. Dope. Um, again, this is Justin. Uh, you can reach me at... Uh, yep, you can reach us on the Twitch, the Twitch um, link that he provided. Also, the name, of, the name of us on Twitch is Two Hit Points. Um, let's see. Instagram handle is The Psychologist. T H. Wait a minute. Which page is that? Is that the professional page? Don't do that. <laughs> Way too many. So we're not um, going to discuss the porny Twitch he has, but uh, the, porny, um, the porny Twitter he has. So no, I'm not. I'm not linking my Twitter at all. Everyone's going to be like, "What is it. his Twitter?" Um, nope. nope. My um, my Instagram right? handle is T H E underscore P S I C H O L O G I S T. The psycho the underscore psychologist. Um, that's on Instagram. Um, I'm also on Facebook, surprisingly. Facebook, you can just find me by my name, Justin DeBowles. J-U-S-T-E-N, last name, D-E-B-O-W-L-E-S. You can find me on there, and there are links to everything else from those pages. Also, he is indeed a photographer, as it came up in the podcast. What's your photography page? The photography page is Justin Lee Photography, J-U-S-T-E-N-L-E-E-P-H-O-T-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. That's awesome. We uh, we did a couple of episodes ago. Um, the uh, just our favorite it's just everybody on the podcast, mm-hmm. but our favorite um, Instagram photography and artist accounts. I need to go and, back and look at that one. Then. Man, it was it, it, I had I actually just ran into one of the girls that I shouted out, um, Augusta Ray Photography, Rakissa Webb. Cool. She um, 
believe she went to Clark. Nice. Um, that's the that's the first Clark shout out in this podcast. It is. That's the AU. Many more to come. But I actually just ran into her at the Mac store the other day, the Apple mm-hmm. store the other day, and cool. she's super happy about it all. And she's Good. still and like, her stuff is dope. Um, and it's just I, I like getting those out there. Sure. Um, I will post all of these into the show notes. Cool. Um, I actually during the course of this episode, I don't know why I didn't think about this before. Sure. I'm gonna start going back through our old episodes and making. An Apple playlist of the music that our guest suggests. Oh yeah, and make idea. sure that those yeah. are integrated because cool. I put one out there. There's a virtual dopeness um, on uh, Apple Music. My it's me personally, but I put made a public one for virtual dopeness for the month of. I did a month of uh, every day. I posted a song mm-hmm. okay. in a, like a month music challenge, and I made a playlist out of that. That's out there. Okay. Um, you guys know how to reach me. You're if you're here, you know it's virtual dumbness on know. Instagram, Twitter, uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, uh, we don't have a Snapchat. Yeah, but, but it's virtual dumbness. <laughs> Not on all those platforms. It's virtualdumbness.com. If you hey. want to come to the main, it's virtual dumbness. We are on on Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Yeah. We are on Stitcher, and we are on SoundCloud. It's okay. all virtual dumbness. I am PJ Alex, your friendly neighborhood podcast host. And one last note, if you do go to either my Instagram and click the Twitch link or you go directly to the Twitch link, if you can help us out, hit that heart icon for the follow. You don't have to activate notifications, but if you do follow us, you will get notification and you will be able to see when we go live. We are trying to always, 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 always (laughs) grow. There you go. So as I say, every time we get together, ladies and gentlemen, Boys and girls, hopefully not too many kids. Tell a friend to tell a friend about virtual dumbness. It starts with growing. You tell somebody and bring them here. It's actually funny. I was in church this morning, which does not happen often. It's not nearly as often my mom would like. Very busy. (laughs) But I was in church to see my goddaughter and her brother sing this morning. And the pastor talked about growing a community. Yep. And growing a community, all you have to do is have one person go tell somebody they know and bring them next time. Right. Yep. So tell a friend to tell a friend about virtual dopeness. We are here. We are back for season four. As I say every week, I love you guys. And be virtual and live dope. Ah. We out, guys. Let's do it.